Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Holly Lunter reads hand language. Hand language. No, hang on a second. Let me try that again. Hang on. Goodness sake, Holly Lunter reads sign language. For crying out loud. What is your why? What is your why? Good evening, dear listener. It's Friday. Everybody is shattered. And by that, I mean I am shattered. Ian Lee here. Catherine Boyle is there. And Holly is out there. Good evening, Holly. There we go. She's waving. Um, tonight's show, it's a Friday, you know. Oh, we're all feeling a little bit, you know what I mean? What I'm trying to say is Catherine and I only got into the building about 20 minutes ago. We haven't had time to prep anything for a show. But, but I promise you at some point tonight, you are going to hear... Catherine Boyle's impressions of three members of Take That. Don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. She did it for me earlier. It will blow your tiny little minds, dear listener. Call straight to air tonight. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give me a call, you'd be very welcome. Wow. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe that's going on inside my head. Uh, call straight to air. You can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Anybody can give us a call. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. And bear in mind, I got a toothache. I got proper, old-fashioned, late seventies, early eighties toothache. I'm going to need a hang hair. I need a filling. I've only got one filling. I've got to register at a dentist's. Kath keeps having a go at me. Oh, you never go to the dentist. I've been to the dentist for about three years, right? But up until then... Oh, whoa, whoa. Kath keeps having a go at me. What did I say? What did I say about that today? You didn't say anything. I never but say you anything, but I'm always getting reprimanded anything. for having... Guys, here we go. Guys, Having never... an impudent face. All right, Susan Calman, stop having a go at me for nothing. Ever since I was a kid, I get told off for having laughing eyes, and yet again... That is happening. Hello. Can I get a word in Edgware here? You were pulling faces to Martin Kellner about my teeth. Um, 
if we've got any dentists listening that can come in and do an emergency, if any if any dentist can come in and fill my mouth tonight, I would be up for that. I would like to see a dental certificate, but it's not essential. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand calls will go straight to air, but you mustn't be libelous or swear. Hey! Nice. Line one. Line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, boss. Hello, Alan Caddick. How are you, boss? None of your freaking business. He just told you. He no, just told you. because I just read your blog, and it was very moving. Thank you very much indeed. It's a blog I wrote a few days ago. If people want to go and read it, then go online and find it. Because uh, I never realised you felt so bad. Oh, Alan, now you're... Um, and it's great that you called in tonight because we will be asking you how the relationship is going with Holly. Um, I don't forget, Holly. I don't forget. You come on this show, you're going to get bullied. OK? It's the way it works. Um, I, I feel... Is she free on Thursday? Because I'm coming down to London on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Holly, um, you're allowed to take the, open your microphone. Your microphone, I said. Hello, Alan. Hi, Holly, are you free Thursday? Um, I'm not. I'm really sorry. But we could, like, FaceTime or something. What? Don't give him your phone number. Oh. I haven't got an iPhone. I've got an Android. Oh, like, on Twitter, like, DMs or something? Like, you can, like, ping me a little message. I can do WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, that'll work, you know, as long as I see your picture and you're legit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. It's a date then, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Alan's got a date! Nice one, Alan. Unlucky, Holly. Yes, man. You know what? <clears throat> oh, shit. Kath and I are going to be singing tomorrow night. Are you coming to our thing tomorrow night, Holly? Are you working here? I funny because I checked the rotor and your name's not down. It's almost like she's making up excuses to not want to come to our film club. Which is looking very, very exciting. By the way, so tomorrow night, it's happening. There's only a few tickets left now. After us worrying we weren't going to sell, there's now literally a handful of tickets left. Um, so go ianlee.com slash event. Eight quid, we're showing Fright Night, and we're going to open the show with a song. Could it be this? Could it be Je T'aime? Je vois, could be, might be, might not be. Je vais et je viens entre terrain. Thank you very much et indeed. Je me retiens. But tomorrow as well, we will be revealing what the film is going to be for the second picture show. We're going to show a trailer. Isn't that exciting? If I can find it. We're going to show a trailer um, and announce it tomorrow night, and then tickets are going to go on sale tomorrow night. I'm going to press activate, and tickets will go on sale for the one in November. It's exciting. It's going to be a good, good night tomorrow night. It'll be fun. It could be. I've got an outfit planned. Have you? Mm-hmm. Are you dressing like in the video? I'm not dressing like in the video. Oh, okay. right. I'm dr- I, well, actually, it's along those lines. Okay, well, I haven't, I'm good, my, I've got an outfit. It's going to be jeans and a T-shirt. The usual. Uh, let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi. Hi there, line two. Hi, is that Ian? Is that line two? Yeah, it's line two. David speaking. How are you doing? Hello, David speaking. Ian speaking. Line zero. God line. Ian, nice to meet you. No, 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 not me. I spoke to you before. Nice to speak to you again. No, it's such yeah, a pleasure I, I, to have you speak to me again, David. What would you like to say? Yeah. Enough of the niceties. Let's get down to the gristle. OK, let's get down to the... I don't have long. You don't have long. You've got a busy show to run. I are you, are you threatening me? Is he threatening to kill me? You don't, you don't have long? I think he's being respectful. I feel threatened. That makes it a threat. OK. 
No, we don't, no, 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 not that. No, I'm just I'm meeting my girlfriend in a minute and I'm late already. Okay, all right, yeah, forget, forget that loser. Yeah, go on, talk to me, brother. Bros, be- okay. bros before, okay, so bros before about- lady friends. Careful, Teddy. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, we all know, we all know what I was really going to say. You were talking about songs that sound like other songs, right? Yeah, yeah. And you may, if you know this already, then fine. I'm thinking, right? I was listening, right? Basically, what happened was I was in Croatia, and I was listening to, well, basically on the jukebox, well, the radio. We we're in a cafe. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel came on, yeah. right? And it was that song, I Am A Rock. Yeah. And all these young people, right, around me, were like, oh, I love the Stone Roses, they're amazing. What? And I was like, hang on, that's not the Stone Roses, that's Simon and Garfunkel. Hang on a minute, how long no, ago what? was this? Because for, for it to have been young people saying they like the Stone like, Roses, that would have been like 25 years. Yeah, no, they're still quite big in, like, Croatia. They're still, they're still pretty... Simon and Garfunkel, do... Where the hell are you, man? I'm in Piccadilly Circus. Oh, proper busy. Oh, yeah, that explains it. We were, we were in Leicester Square earlier. You may have smelt us. Ah, oh, murder. It's awful. See, he's threatening me again. Yeah. Murder is awful. Um, Simon and Garfunkel... Yeah, murder's terrible. It's murder. Man. Simon and Garfunkel do not sound like the Stone Roses. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Listen to I Am A Rock. And this is where every single... I, and I never thought it till these girls said it. And I thought, hang on a second. So I listened back and I thought, do you know what? They're right. The whole start of I Am A Rock is the basis for every single Stone Roses song. All right. Well, right, listen, we're going to let you go because it's... Play, go, go and see that lady and you tell her you love her. Simon and Garfunkel. Unless you don't, in which case, I be honest. I Am A Rock. All right. He thinks this, he thinks this sounds like... Um, hang on a minute. Flipping computer to work. Do yeah. I am a rock? I'm the resurrection. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, let's let's have a listen. So he thinks that this, um, I'm a rock by Simon and Garfunkel, great song. He thinks that this sounds like the Stone Roses. <laughs> Cecilia. You're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. Time, time, time. See what's become of me. That's okay. Hang on that could work. Hang on, there we go. Hazy <laughs> <laughs> shade of winter. Winter. Thanks very much for your call. Let's yeah. go to line three. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hi, boys. It's the e and show on Talk Radio. Wow. The, the the show has grown a life of its own and become slightly camp, which I don't mind. I think it always has been. Hi, boys. But it's grown a life of its own and it's escaped out there. Guys! <laughs> Gals, if you see the show wandering around, this is Britain's least <coughs> listened to. Hey! Sorry, I've got a little Whoa. bit of a, a frog in the old throat. Well, we know you like travelling to France, but this is ridiculous. I haven't been to France for 20 years. You haven't been to France? <laughs> That's what you said. Trance. You said France. I haven't. Yeah. That true? That's Let's true. go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line five. Are you five. talking to... This is Susan. Is that all right? Can you talk yes. to me? Yes. 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 You're the one we wanted. <laughs> Hello, Susan. Oh. Aren't you lovely? I'm so pleased somebody wants me. I want I've you. Made my day. I desire you. Thank you. I, I want. I want to whisper oh. in your ears, and I want you to lick oh. mine. Can I tell you a true story, Susan? Yesterday, I was driving. 
I was driving in and I heard you talking to James Whale and I was jealous. Really? And I thought, I want that really? one. I want that caller. It was like watching oh, another fisherman land a great biggin. And I was thinking, I want that for mine. I, I love you so much. I love all of you so much. It hurts, baby. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Baby, baby. <laughs> yes. Now, yes, Susan. I want to say two things. Okay. I might go to bed in a minute. Uh, you're, that's one. Your what's, what's the second thing? Yeah, hang on. No, hang on. Oh. That's that's nothing. That's not one of the comments oh, I, I want apologize. to make. Number no, 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 it's okay. Number one, yep. regarding your toothache, I think you should have oil of cloves. But that but only all night. that only numbs the pain. That's not going to cure it. If I've got to go and see a dentist, I got to. Yeah. I should have been going to a dentist yeah, for the yeah. last three years, and I've failed. Yes. I know, I know. We, we none of us like it, but just find one oh, that you feel comfortable with. They are around. Well, I've just, I don't mind, I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind the dentist. It's the hygienist I don't like. I don't mind the dentist, but I've just moved into an area, and I'm going to need to. I'm going to need to find a new dentist. Well, you'll find one, Poppet. But Thank you, you try and get some. Try and get hold of some oil of cloves because it will help. It will Thank help you. to anaesthetise you till you can get one. It will help. I promise. Thank you. And the other thing is, can we? I know you're all full of beans. Which is lovely, because yeah. it makes us all happy here. You're entertaining yeah. us. Thank you very it's, much indeed. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my <laughs> sacrifice to, for you guys, as I give up my time for freely, freely, for, for you, for the entertainment of the nation at the station. Well, you're doing a great job. A bit of and it's much And it's much more fun than watching television, because television's mm. rubbish. Oh, God, it's so, it's so awful, isn't it? It's so awful, oh, darling. I haven't watched it. The oh, other thing ever. is, can we have a... Because we're getting near to Halloween, can we have a phone-in on ghosts, please? Oh, you're speaking my language. Can we have a phone-in on ghosts? You are joking. Mm. Of course we can have a phone-in on ghosts. We're having one now. Have you ever seen a ghost, Susan? Oh. Uh, no, but I've felt them. Oh. I've sensed them. Where, where, where did you... T- 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 so, hang on, you, you, what, you grabbed them by the ghoulies? What happened? No. Do you want to phone me back because my credit's running out? Yes, we I'll will phone you. I'll tell you a real we, ghost story. I'm going to phone you back. I'm going to phone you back. I'm going to phone you back. I can do this. I can. I know how to do this. Hang we landed second. ourselves a Susan. I, I know how to... I can work the system. You relax. And I'm going to phone Susan back. Let's speak to Susan now as we ring her back. Let's ring in Susan back. Here we go. You might want to go and empty your... Bladders. Bladders now, because your this pounds. is about to get creepy. If she answers the phone... Welcome to the O2 Messaging oh, Service. Crying out loud. Right, hang on a minute, let's try, let's try again, because it doesn't always... Let's try again. Let's, let's, let's speak to... Uh, let me call... Hang on. This system's not let's call, so We're going to call Susan. Get her ghost story. Hello? Hello, can I speak to Susan, please? No, this is Alan. Okay, Alan, nice to meet you. Can I speak? It's Ian, uh, it's Ian Lee here. Can I speak to Susan, please? I'm afraid you've got the wrong number. No, I haven't. Well, there's no one called Susan here. She, she's just called from this phone number. If you could put Susan on, please. No, but no one called Susan with this number. What have you done with Susan? But no one called Susan here. There's my mother, Wendy, and my dad, Brian, and there's me. We're the only three people in the house. Well, uh, that, to me, is very, very suspicious. Susan literally just called us from this phone number. I tried to call her back. It went to answer phone. I called back a second time, just seconds later, and, and, and you answered. Um, so please put Susan on now, otherwise no, I'm... Su- no, Susan, put yeah. Susan Put Susan on now. Yeah. 
Susan! Put Susan on now, you sack of potatoes. Put Susan! Put! Come on! Put! Put Susan on now, weirdo! Put Susan on now, you deviant! Put! Put Susan on now! He's hung up. He's hung up. Sex criminal. We'll get Susan back if, if, by hook or by crook. Although I, su- I suspect that actually that, that that gentleman may have may have killed her. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Going to be a fun show tonight. It's the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Uh, call straight to air all night. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Ooh, Susie Parker. Ooh, Susie Parker. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call straight to air. Let's go to line. We'll start again. Line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, hi. Um, well, I, I just saw you were talking about ghosts. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I, I live in a I live in a haunted house um, up in the northwest, and and we've always had um, we've always had a really fre- couple of freaky experiences up there, and I just thought it might be worth ringing in and, and saying hello. Certainly is. Certainly is worth ringing in. Whereabouts in the northwest? Uh, in Southport. Okay, fantastic. Oh. How long you lived there for? Uh, oh, oh I've, I've lived there. I've lived there my whole life. I'm, oh. I'm 28, but the house we've we house I've lived I live in now we've lived in for about nine years. Okay, this is. And I know the, Southport um, quite well. It's a very. Um... Oh, there you go. It's it, it's 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 quite near the town centre actually. But the 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 house that I live in was, um, there, there was a, a a lady who was convicted of of murdering her husband who used to live there. And we've always had a couple of really freaky experiences in the house, like things falling off the shelves and things like that. And it's always just been very very weird. And I'm saying I just thought it was weird. Tell us, t- worth tell us about in. it. The the caller, the friend, the spooky friend, the ghost. Hunter, tell us, traveller. <laughs> so well, yeah, I, I, I believe I believe a, a lady named Agatha um, was was convicted of murdering her husband, and, and ever since then, like my my girlfriend's seen a, seen a ghost in there a couple of times, and oh. we've always you know we've always seen things fall off the shelves yeah. and things like that, and yeah, it's, it's it's always been quite spooky and quite weird, and like really sort of eerie, like we don't go up to the attic and things like that. Why don't Why don't you go up and to you, the attic? The attic is, is... no, it's, cre- it's, cre- it's creeping, it's dark, and we just don't like it, and things. Not got talk. You don't like have a torch. Noises up there. You don't have a torch. No, 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 can't can't afford torches around. Our you don't. Place, you no. don't. Do you have pocket? T- uh, what do they call them? The portable telephones everyone has these days. Uh, yeah, well, yes. I'm, they, I mean, they, I'm, have, I'm they have they have torches. Put, yeah. They have torches on them. No, mine doesn't. You see, no, mine doesn't. My girlfriend's doesn't either. Yeah, and you can't, can't turn can't the brightness. Them, so. You can't turn the brightness of the screen up. Well, well no, I know, but not, not, not so much that you know we'd want to go up there. We just, okay. we just sort okay. of like you're chicken. You're, you're, like, you're, you know, you're, you're chicken, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You're no, chicken. No, no, I understand. No, I understand. I'm a chicken, but that's that's fine. You know, that's okay. That's okay. I don't mind. I've I've, I've come to terms with that. But but yeah, it, it, it's just always been this, this sort of really interesting, creepy old house and. Oh yeah, you're a pervert. What? Sorry, you're a pervert. I'm sorry, I I I didn't hear that. Say that again. Say shut it, Carol. Shut it, Carol. Okay, I'll I'll shut it. I'm sorry. Yes. Who's that? Come on, man. That was a terrible prank. Come on. Must try harder. But I enjoyed it. Thank you, brother. And well done for not swearing or being rude. So we'll take as many of those as you guys want to dish out. Um, line three, you're on the wireless. Then we're going to go to Susan. Hello. Hello. Turn your radio off. Hello. Uh, my name's Tyler Cool Shaw. Okay, brilliant. I've been listening 
Uh, I've been listening for some time now. How t- how long have you been listening for? Uh, maybe like twenty minutes. <laughs> that is definitely some time. All right, son. It's the last night. It's the last Friday half term. Let's have it. Come on. What you got? But you don't swear because we'll dump it and only I'll hear it. But what you got? I'll big your knob. My knob right now. We're in a very cold studio, so it's very flaccid. At the moment, it Ooh. is tiny. It's about the size of a mushroom. Oh, that's a shame, huh? Oh, I was listening to myself. Oh, well done, lad. Yay. That, was his, that was his first prank phone call. And he said knob on the radio. It was a knob said knob on the... Well done, son. That was your first prank phone call. You've got to dig that. I think we're going to get a lot of those tonight, because it's last last Friday half term. Uh, go on, line three. You're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. Um, I didn't know I was on. Uh, Ian, this is Scott, uh, who did the tweet for the video. Um, and I then sent the video... I wanted to apologise. Can you hear me? Yeah, this, this, I don't know what you're talking about, but continue. I, I was the person who kind of had a go at you about the 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 meds, talking about meds. Oh, yeah, OK, yeah, being, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, cool. Um, I wasn't having a go at you, I promise you. Well, you, you I listen, I don't, more... I don't want to go over that argument again, but you, you were, unless you're about you to got, say... You got, you got me wrong, you got me wrong. No, very, no, no, like, listen, I don't want to go over that old you ground... Did, you did. Are you going to let me speak? You did, you Are you going to... I am. Well, then, well, then, then, then here's the thing. Shut up. If you're going to, if you want me to speak, you want to have a conversation. Don't speak to people like that. Thanks very much for your call. I think I got you exactly right. Let's go to Susan. Good evening, Susan. Good evening, again. Let's hear the spooky story. Can I just say, say something before we, we embark on that? Push I felt them. rather embarrassed for you and everybody because that number you phoned was, was the wrong number well, it's when weird. that chap answered. It's the same I, number that's come up now. Are you sure you're? Are you sure you're OK? Yeah, I'm fine. I live alone. There's no man here. There's nobody else here if at all. you are being... Listen, Susan, if there is anybody there holding you against your will, just cough twice. No. You oh, are, yes. aren't you? Okay, as long, listen, if you're happy with the situation, then that's fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's honestly right. I feel like, jo- 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 the... I feel like um, that. Get, who's that? John John Paul Getty. <laughs> and my no. my grandson's been kidnapped. She just coughed twice. No, oh! <laughs> no, no, because I've got a Trace the call. Trace the call. She called twice. No, I've got. Can I get the ghost story out? Never. Of course you can. Please do. That's what we're waiting for. Right. You're not going to. You're not going to believe this. I know you won't. But many. About seven years ago, I got a little cleaning job. Yeah. Can you turn the music off, please? Because I need to talk to you. So oh, apologise. The bad one's nice. Yep. The, spook, the spooky one's nice. There we go. So I, I apologise. I hit the Beatles by mistake. The, the, the uh, yes. Um, Okay, so a few years ago I went to work as a cleaner in a little day nursery. You know, a, where they take a, little children. They take little gay little, kids? A gay, day, little, no, day it's nursery. No, day nursery. Little, little, little gay babies. Children. Okay, all right, fair no. enough. I'm, I'm cool with gay um, babies, by the way. So I was cleaning there. I started this job and um, I walked up and I met the chap who was recruiting me from the cleaning company. Okay, and we go. So he said, look, he said, let's take hot. It was quite a big premises, several rooms and toilets and offices and things. So um, 
He said, do you want to hoover upstairs while I try and do a start on something downstairs? I said, yeah, that's fine. Well, as I climbed the stairs, it was on two levels, I started to get really a creepy feeling, really uneasy. Yeah. So I started to tidy up and stuff, and he came up. He's like, there's Andrew, the chap from the kitchen. I said, can you feel anything up here? Can you feel sp- spooked? He said, no, not really. He said, but I'm a bloke. You know, blokes, blokes often don't. Blokes don't get spooked. Sometimes, they, some do, some some don't. So anyway, I was thinking, oh, Jesus, it's really creepy. And it was, it was, upstairs was particularly bad. And then when I went into, I used to call it the blue room. It was painted blue. Is it like Mr. Grey's red room? I don't know what Mr. Grey's red room is like. Who's like, Mr. Grey? He's a naughty boy, and his red room is full of toys. Oh, you mean sh- Fifty Shades of Grey? Yep, yep, yep. No, no, it's nothing like that. OK, fine, fair play. So, It'll be stranger than this. So, uh, I'm just trying to get this out. So, um, so in there, it was... Oh, you are naughty, honestly. But you like really me. Really bad. You like me. Well, I don't, I'm not so sure I'm going off you. Mm, You're overstepping so. the marking and back uh, up. I'm backing away, backing away, go on. So, anyway, so this this room uh, with this... Oh, it was just... I, I could feel something watching me. I could feel somebody watching me. Seriously. So, um, anyway, we finish the premises and um, finish cleaning and then we, we go home. And then I was to return from that point on, on my own. And so everybody's left by the time I get there, OK? So it's just me, OK? And then as soon as, it's usually roughly about six o'clock at night, usually I've got there at the same time. This is the most like, unspooky ghost story. It, well, no, it hasn't started yet. Oh, for crying, it hasn't started yet! Pay it attention. to it. So, I go in the kitchen, right, turn, I go in, go in the hallway, turn all the lights on, go into the kitchen at, out the back, turn that light on, yeah. and what happens, the dishwasher starts going, <gasps> and, the, and, the, and the light in the middle of the ceiling starts spinning. So I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? Wagwan, wagwan. I thought that the dishwasher was on some sort of timer. Um, because every night I went in at 6 o'clock, the red light came on and it started the cycle. So after a few weeks, um, I said to one of the, one of the nursery nurses, because I actually caught her one evening, they were, they were late one evening, and I said, is the dishwasher on a timer? And she looked at me as if I'd just dropped she out looked, from another say, planet. Dishwashers don't have timers, are you nuts? Well, yeah, she, well, oh, yeah but I'm not used to all dishwashers, am I? I'm not, I I'm not used to all dishwashers, years. no. I haven't, I haven't used spirit. a dishwasher for years. Right. So she said, no. She said, what are you talking about? I said, well, every time I walk into the kitchen about six o'clock, it starts, it starts activating. So she said, no. She said, that it's, it's finished long before you come on. But, but, so anyway, then one night... Um, I could, as soon as I got into this building, I could feel this presence. Oh. It was like it was leering Funny, at cause me. Funny, because I can feel a vacuum. Hang on. So I went to the, talking about vacuum cleaners, I went to the loo one night and I started to feel really uncomfortable, did a wee, and I could hear this noise above the flush of the toilet. I know what that noise was! I know what that noise it was! was the, it was the vacuum I'm cleaner. I'm David Babcock and I got my willy stuck in the hoover. The vacuum cleaner had turned I'm David Babcock and I got my willy stuck in the hoover. Excuse me, can you listen to this? It's serious. The vacuum yes. cleaner had turned itself on and I was nowhere near it. It was down. I know. I, can I tell you why I think it turned itself on? I'm David Babcock yeah. and I got my willy stuck in the hoover. So, so, I'm not, I'm not smiling about this because it's not, it's not, it, this is a true ghost story. So, Hello? anyway, one, 
Hello, I'm here. Are you still listening to me? Hello, are you here? Are you listening to me? Yes. So anyway, one night I went in there and and the burglar alarm went off. And nobody knew why. As soon as I approached the building, the burglar alarm went off. So I thought, well, I'll hang around. I hadn't even gone into the building. Are you real? and, And sure enough... A police officer comes tootling up the road in a car, takes my details, blah, blah, blah. What are you beeping on about? Uh, the same story. Just shut it, now it's, it's going to get interesting because one of the, <laughs> one of the nursery nurses turns up. Now it's going right? to get interesting. Am I one talking to myself nurse, here? If you listen to me, I'll finish it. And one Just of the nursery nurses pal. turns up, right? Yes. And... I say to her, look, this place is spooky. I really don't like it. She said, um, I said, you know, I've heard a baby cry in that blue room. I've I've had, I felt a presence and this, that, and the other. The Hoover, the vacuum cleaner, turned itself on, blah, blah, blah. And she looked down at the floor. She said. What the matter with it? Yes. She said, um, one of the, one of the nursery nurses was so spooked by this place. She did research and, and this place used to be an orphanage. For, for uh, lost children, you know, an orphanage. Am I talking and, um, to myself here? And that's, I'm just coming to the end of yes. it. You, I can't talk and listen to you. You're not interested, are you? And all this is a true ghost story. What are you beefing on about? I'm interested, Susan. Right. Ignore so, Dave. Dave, be, Dave? Dave Reed, yes. Will you be quiet? Dear, dear, dear. What a radio program. I think I'll finish now because I'm not... uh, You're not taking this seriously. I am taking it seriously. It's a serious story. I'm I'm taking it seriously. I apologise. I apologise. So in wintertime, when all the children have been collected and signed out for, the nursery nurses had reported hearing children crying upstairs. They knew all the children had been collected but they still heard children crying upstairs. They always went upstairs to check just in case, but there were no children there, and they, in spite of hearing babies and children crying. Don't you think that's spooky? Very. Oh, Two n- the, 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 And also, yeah, there, was a really, there was a bad presence in, the, in, the, in their staff room, and uh, this, this nursery, the girl said, the nursery nurse said, in winter, the, the nursery nurses go up in twos to get their handbags because it's, it's so true. creepy in there. It's, it's true. true. All of this is true. It's I not swear true. to you. Oh, I swear to oh, you, yeah, it's all it true. So I hope we get some more spooky stories from the callers tonight. Grab because it's a really interesting, it's an interesting it is. subject. Isn't it? I like how it was scary and yet efficient at the same time. It was doing the dishes. Yeah, baby. There there are all sorts of things. I left in the end because it was so... I could feel this presence. He was wandering around after me. It was horrible. Can we do that again? It it was horrible. All right, thank you, Susan. Have lots of fun, won't Thank you, you? my dear. It's so nice to talk to you. And ignore, ignore. We've got Paul good. McCartney here and Dave here tonight. Ignore rude. those idiots. Rude, they're just, yeah. they're just, they're just being rude. They're oh. jealous. Oh yeah, it was a dream. It wasn't a dream, Mac. It was a true story. I have a bit of respect. Thank you, Susan. Good night. Lots good, of love. Have a good night. Peace bye. and love. Bye. Peace bye. and bye. love, baby. Hi there. She's gone because of you, Macca, you knobber. <laughs> Let's go to um, line one. You're on the wireless. Line one. Welcome, line one. Hi. 
Hi, Stephen Jarrett here from Channel 4 Productions. Are you interested in going on Naked Attraction oh. later next week? Yes, I'd love... Are you talking, are you talking to me or Catherine? I've been on it. Both. Both. I've already been on it. I would like. I would love to go on it. Yes, please. Yeah, very much so. Right. OK. Send me your details. I'll put £5,000 in your account and we're, it's a deal. OK, fine. Where, 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 do I, where, where do I go? Do I turn up naked or is there a de- de-robing room? What's the, what, how does it work, Stephen? Ian, you just turn up naked. That's all you have to do, my son. Beautiful. Fine. I'll, I'll be at the Channel 4 offices. What day next week? Come on, then, Tuesday. I'll be in at Tuesday. Next uh, next Tuesday at the Channel 4 offices naked. Thank you so much, Stephen. I look forward we to seeing you. We will see you then, Ian. You take care and have a good night. Thank you very much indeed. Yes! A lovely fella. Yes, man, I'm back! We knew it was a matter of time. I'm back! Let's oh, go to line, line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi. Um, first time listener, long time caller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well played, sir. Go on. Um, just a quick phone call, really. Um, I know a Susan. Just wondering if that was the same one. Um, what does your Susan sound like? Mental. Yep, that was her. Oh, great. Uh, tell us, she owes me 20 quid. I will do. Thanks very much indeed. Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Good evening, Ian. It's your old pal here, Kenny. G- Ken- you, oh, Kenny. Oh, evening, Kenny. <laughs> Ian, I've got a true story uh, of the supernat- of a supernatural activity. Oh, is in, it about in, a bloke? Is it about a bloke riding a motorbike into the front of a truck, being thrown off thirty th- no, feet no, and not being injured? Because no, that, no. to me, smell of bullshine. <laughs> no, no, this is a this is a story of, of a, a actual event which happened. Does in, does in the Indian end? Is, right. Last question, and then I'll, I'll let you tell the story. I, I know the story. Does it end with him turning to Jesus? No. I'm no. in. I'm in. It ends with him being Jesus, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. What? It's yeah, a we... very, it's a wonderful story. It's a wonderful oh, story. Oh, yeah, this actually dead. happened. Please. Anyway, if you allow me to tell it, I'd appreciate it. If he, he, uh, does he actually end up being Jesus? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. He dies no. and comes back. And he's, he's here. Is, is, there, is Jesus involved in this story? <laughs> Of course he is. Thanks so much for your call, Ken, but we're really, even though the switchboard's empty, I know a lot of people are waiting to... They're waiting. Also, we don't like spoilers on this show. <laughs> waiting to call in. So, but thank you, brother. I appreciate, um, I appreciate that. Paul, um, we've got Paul McCartney in tonight. Paul, um, I believe he just got married for a fourth time. Can I ask, how old is she? She was just 17. What the heck? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, by the way, I did some filming with Joe Swash yesterday and I drank his wee, so can you stop tweeting me about that? 0344 is the phone number if you are. Hey, by the way, we've got a lovely uh, Uber um, from town. We saw John Ronson at the Leicester Square Theatre. A little bit of bonus David Baddiel. Yes. That's not bad, is it? Um, and there was also John, uh, the producer, whose name, Liz, was it Liz Izzy? I tweeted her. No, her name is uh, Lena. Lena, oh, it's the oh, Lena Mizitsis. That's mm-hmm. I knew there was a there was kind of a, a, a there was a hard Z in there somewhere. It was the Americans with ZZ, who seen. Let's be honest, seem to be the brains of that organisation. Oh, the producer is always the brains. This is the thing, Pete, and I and I've you, you know that I've said, and I joke about you being a producer and stuff, and that you don't do anything on this show, and, I, and that you're lazy, and that you 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 one of the worst people I've ever worked with in my life, and that you don't organise anything, and I do all the hard work and get all the guests. But you know that that is, although that's, for you, that is, that is housed in reality, that for, I have a lot of respect for all the other, 
Ooh, it's got a bit hot in here. I have a lot of respect for all the other producers I've worked for, and I think that the nine times out of ten, I've had I've had ten producers. Nine times out of ten, the producer is fifty percent of the show, and 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 you must have worked with some producers, Catherine, and uh, you'd agree with that, yeah? Is it okay? Anyway, by the way, we went for a rip-off Chinese meal. We had a Chinese meal, right? Just the two of us, no booze, right? Fifty quid. Fifty quid. Fifty quid. Yeah. Fifty bloody quid. He paid for it, and then when we went out, he said, "Right, because I've paid fifty quid, you can buy your own glass of wine at the theatre." Fifty quid for a Chinese meal. There was no bush. Two pound fifty a coke. Two pound fifty a bottle. Fifty quid. The bill came. I went. Oh, it's fifty quid. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Fifty quid. And also, I'm a gentleman because Catherine ordered something and it was too hot for her. Yeah, it was. And she me off. She, uh, her eyes were sweating, right? And her eyes were literally... Well, I was going to eat it. And I went... <laughs> sorry, I went, do you know what? Swap. Have mine. I'll have that because I'm a gentleman. And it's burnt my tongue. It's burnt my... It's going to burn my a-hole tomorrow. <laughs> Every part of me is burnt. And it wasn't even pleasant. It was so hot, it wasn't pleasant. I told you, it's the most expensive enema you have ever purchased. 50 quid for a Chinese meal! It weren't even. It wasn't a big one. Oh. We had two two mains each. We shared a bowl of rice and we had some dumplings. I wasn't even that hungry, was I? Fifty quid. No. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I've got a good ghost story for you. I bet you haven't. I have. I bet you I'm haven't. You now, I have. Go on then. I have. You're listening. Go on then. You're listening. I'm listening. Right. Okay. Just the shot we're looking for, say Captain Pugwash. A ship stormy hearties. Now we can buy all the things we need to spring clean the black pig and make her the smartest pirate ship afloat. Come on, let's have a look inside. Aha, they're having a sale here. Gallons of special paint very cheap too. Now, as you may remember, the captain was a very mean man and he couldn't bear to miss a bargain. So he bought all the paint in the shop for one bag of gold. He was in such a hurry that he forgot to ask what dark paint was or what colour it was. All hands on deck. There's not a moment to be lost, he shouted, as his crew carried the paint aboard. Cutthroat Jake will be here next week. We must have the paint done and be all away before he arrives. But Captain Publish was wrong in expecting Cutthroat Jake next week. Jake, his worst enemy, was already there. The two of his ferocious gang, he was hiding further down the quay, watching everything that went on board the Black Pig. Look at that, me handsome chuckled Jake. Paint pots, eh? Why, I do believe that ruffian is going to paint that rotten old ship of his. And here we are, waiting to sink him like a stone at the moment he set sail. Oh, ho, ho, that's a joke, eh? Hey, hey, hey. On board the black pig, the pirates were opening the tins of paint. Here, Captain, this is funny-looking stuff, said one. It has no colour. Now, spray too, said another. I've never seen paint like this before. I reckon we've been swindled, Captain. What is the mate? This stuff's no good for painting ships. I think we ought to try stirring it up, said Tom, the cabin boy. Put it in that wooden tub. You can never really tell what paint's like until it's properly mixed. That's true. So the pirates picked up the tins and poured the paint into the tub. And two by two, they stirred it and stirred it until the arms ate. But each time the captain inspected the mixture, it looked exactly the same as before. It's getting too dark to see probably he said. No good going on now. We'll try again in the morning. Tom, pour out the cocoa and everyone off the bed. We're going to have a busy day tomorrow. So the pirates have their supper and settle down tonight. 
the mate washed his face, he brushed his teeth, we have been well brought up before he went to sea, and the other tumbled straight into their hammers, and we're very, very soon asleep. The mate blew out the candle, and all was quiet, save for the lapping of the water against the ship's side, and the scores of the sleeping pirates. What a delightful fruitcake. I enjoyed that. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi. Um, uh, I, did, I wanted to ask you about a film. Is that OK? Um, let me um, do, can I just check with my production team? Holly, <laughs> is it OK? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Catherine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Holly, is it OK? I'm sorry. Sorry. Hey. Whoa. What's wrong? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Just check. Hang on. Holly, is it okay if this guy asks me about a film? Of course. Thank you. Yes, it is fine. Okay. Um, I want to ask you about uh, the Johnny English film. It's lowbrow. Yeah, no, because you said uh, you you um, you've seen it. I think I heard you say that. I went to the I went to the pictures and saw Johnny English three with my children and my yeah. mother. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see it tomorrow. I was just wondering what you uh, thought of it. Yeah, you know, you know, it's all right. My mum loved it. My kids loved it. I enjoy. I, I I chuckled at some bits. I think Ben Miller is great. Um, I, you know, it's it, it, it it's an okay film. Yeah, because I, I, I like the other two. Well, admit, then you'll, um, then you'll, and if you listen, if you love the oeuvre, if you love the genre of the J.E., you will love J.E. 3. Okay, um, any, anything to look out for in that film? Or? Yeah, look out for the bit where he sets a whole restaurant on fire. Okay, I look forward to that. Thank you for, for listening to me. Thank you so much indeed. Catherine Boyle, what's your beef? You're looking kind of sour. Show us those teeth with a cheeky little smile. You go like this. You open up your mouth and you drink. No. So, so. Catherine, come on. Cheer up. It's Friday. Friday nights are going to be all right. It's going to be right. Gonna... That's what we need. We need a fun song. We need a fun. All right, here we go. Um, we're gonna do... All right, uh, we're going to do songs. With here we go. songs with songs are about that are about now. Okay, here's one. Here we go. This is this. This is one of the greatest. You know. This? Yeah. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to drag me. Coming Tuesday, I feel better. You know what? Even my old man looks good. Wednesday goes too slow. Thursday just don't go! I've got Friday on my mind! Gonna have fun in the city Be with my girl, she's so pretty She looks out of sight She looks out of sight tonight Okay. It's my response. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Hi, people. 
Yeah, it's a great song. Do song? No, I don't, but I like it. Oh, okay. Okay, I've got a song for you. I've got a song for you. Partying, partying. I've got a song for you. Then. Right, fine. And, uh, All right, people, get ready. Playback is coming up. Comb your hair, Danny. Here we go. This is my answer to you. Friday night's gonna be alright. It's gonna be right. It's gonna be alright now, baby. Friday nights are gonna be alright. It's gonna be right. It's gonna be alright now, baby. Alright. Answer to that? Yeah, I have. Go on. Hang on. Let me just get rid of this. Hang on. There we go. Perfect. Playing songs with uh, Friday in poker. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. This one? No, I don't know any of the modern songs. What's that? Someone jumping into a swimming pool? Case Perry. I like that one. Um, Okay, and there's loads of others we could do as well, but. Oh. oh, yeah, oh, Hello. Mm. yeah, mo, mm. yeah, mo, no. what you know, mo, no. mm. no. yeah, uh. Hello? yeah, go on. Yeah, Ian, the thing is, like, I really need the work screen. you got to speak oh. up a little bit, Mo, we can't hear you. Cass playing I Friday really... songs on her laptop, so speak up, buddy. I really need the work screen, man. Mo, got to speak up, I buddy. the work experience. Kathy's playing... Kath, Kath, please. I'm trying to talk to my... She's playing... She's playing Friday songs on her laptop and she's holding it up to the microphone. Almost like she's trying to drown you out or something. No, no, no. Kath wouldn't drown me out. I know she wouldn't. No, I cannot... No, I can't hear you, Mo. You've got to speak louder. I said, what about Ian? Do you reckon you can, like, give me some work screen? Um, sorry, mate, it's not working, mate. We're going to have to leave it, buddy. Sorry, I, I, I can't hear you, mate. I like that one. Friday yeah. night arabesque. Let's go to line two. Good evening, line two. Well, Captain Pugwish was still awake in his cabin. He was eating his supper, specially cooked by Tom and served with fine red wine. Always last thing at night, he took a stroll around the deck to see what all was in shape. On this particular evening, went up as usual with his lantern to make his round. Unfortunately, the sea breeze was strong and the oil in the lantern low. And after a few minutes, the flame went out. The night was dark, but the foolhardy captain continued his walk. He thought he knew where everything was aboard his own ship, but he was wrong. Lying across the deck was a rope carefully left by one of the crew. Captain Pugwash coldly footed it, lost his balance, and fell headlong straight into the large tub of paint. Oh no! A moment later, the crew were suddenly woken from their dreams of buried treasure in the doorway shone an unearthly light, and a strange glowing figure stood there shaking and spluttering. Sharpen your cup of this and mind the powder dry, ordered Jake. 
Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Can't wait to see how that story ends out. And I think we're going to find out tonight. I just want to you. Not tonight, but thank you so much for the offer. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Come on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Friday night. We're taking the call straight to air. Seems to be getting in a nice Friday groove where we, uh, we had the... Hey, Rebecca, it's a week since the boys were in and Pete Heat was in. Wow, wow, wow. That's, that's gone well, quickly. Uh, Fridays are getting into a nice kind of groove of just being a little bit more relaxed after the week, a little bit less stressed. Just letting it go. And um, in all honesty, Catherine and I came in late tonight, so we didn't have time to do any prep for the show. Oh, I've done a bit of prep. What have you? Mm. What have you done? Yeah, I've got oh. some stories. Okay, well, fine. Let's um, let's see. Hello. Hello. There was a sudden shout from the lookout. There's somebody coming, Captain Jay. Look, look. There before the horrified gaze of the pirates appeared, the strange and terrible sight. A ghostly ship gleaming in the darkness with a silvery light sailed slowly round the rock and made straight for them. That's not the Black Pig, it's a ghost ship, cried one. It's got a line two. Two, you're on the wireless. It's Gafford. Am I really banned for just a week? Uh, yes, although now that you've called in and broken the ban, it's two weeks. Yes. It's like being naughty on the naughty step. I double your time. It's like doing a dump on the naughty step. Um, oh, 034, well, that's enough for the first hour. I'm happy with that. Do How many calls did we have then? 14. Do we have 14? Did we make it 15? I like a nice round number. Go on, you're the last call of this hour, line one. Fly, Baswell, Jen, Neil, and Greeley, you listen, listen to, to the, the boys from, from the, the Big, Big Bad City. This is Jen Hart. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. This is. I get paid for this, Holly. Um... Take a break for a minute, guys, because we're going to play some news. We're going to play out the news for you. We're going to come back. We're going to take some more calls straight to air, and I'm going to drink a lovely cup of coffee. Oh, yeah? A nice cold... Who's going to make that? Ice cold water. My favourite, favourite producer. Holly? Eloise is coming in. Oh! You had to mention Eloise. Across the line there, I mentioned my ex-wife to my current wife. Oh! Oh, three, four, four... Four, the temperature's got a little bit, little bit chilly in here. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. The late night alternative between now and one o'clock till Martin Kellner comes in. We are going to take your calls straight to air. Don't swear, don't be libelous, but you can call in about anything you want. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio, stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word! The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. That was a so 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 on my part. Good evening, dear listener. Ian Lee, Late Night Alternative, Monday to Fridays, Talk Radio with Catherine Boyle, Britain's least listened to late night phone-in show, the latest figures prove. Turns out I was wrong when I was saying it was the most listened to, so that was wrong. Got that wrong. Don't matter, don't matter. I still get paid the same. Huh? You can give us a call tonight. We're taking your call straight to air. I'm kind of liking Fridays being a little bit more relaxed than the rest of the week. Partly because I'm thinking, I just want to go home and play the new cowboy game on my PlayStation 4. Red Dead Redemption 2, anybody? Can I? No, I've got to do this. Um, so we'll take calls straight to air. So it means I don't know who's coming on. Um, 03444991000. We won't call you back tonight, so it's free for most packages. But it might cost you pennies in some packages, okay? It's all I can say. 
Could be free. Could be part of your, your minutes. Could be part of your minutes. The only rules are, don't be swear... Don't be libelous. And don't swear. Because um, it won't get broadcast. Only me and Kath will hear it, because I've got a dump button here. I press it, and it stops whatever you just said going out on the radio. Um, so, 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number. Uh, and we've only got one person calling in, and they're calling in from a withheld number. And it's a, This time of night, the calls go a bit quiet, so I'm not going to take any calls. Hello, Boily. I'm not going to take any calls until we get five calls on the switchboard. That may take a while. It may not happen for half an hour. But if you're listening at home and you want the show to continue, I need at least five calls on the switchboard. I've got one, and it's a withheld number, and I don't, I don't trust it. So, we'll sit back and wait, shall we? 3 44 499 Call straight away. We don't go anywhere until we get four more calls on the switchboard. In your own time. In your own time. Still only one call on the switchboard. Four more calls. Only one call, we need four more calls. Could be a long, long... Even if you just want to phone up and tell me to shut up and get on with it. Could be a long call. I, it's your time you're wasting, not mine. I still get paid. Still get paid. I was thinking today... Right, playing Daydream Believer here. This is the Lord Sitar version. I really miss Davy Jones. I'm the, what the world needs now is a little bit of Davy Jones. We need Davy Jones. We all need a little bit of Davy Jones. I missed... It would be great to say next week. Hey, don't forget, next Wednesday, Davy Jones is on the show in the studio. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be great to say that? Uh, we've got a lovely... My record label's got a lovely Davy Jones package coming out, probably in the new year. Just think, uh, I wish I could get him to sign it. Oh, I want Davy... I want Davy Jones. Ben Davy Jones. There's still only one call. If you guys listen, if you guys don't want us to carry on, we won't carry on. It's as simple as that. We'll just sit here and. Davy Jones was like the Mark Owen, wasn't he? Of the yeah. Oh, the group. Here we go. Here we go. We got some entertainment. Yes, man. So Mark Owen talks a bit like that, doesn't he? Yay! Do do um do Howard. Well, you know, um, my name's Howard Donald. I'm also um, a DJ and uh, I do all the dancing. Do the other lad, Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow, sensational. <laughs> I've got to admit, it doesn't sound quite as good amplified. No. But in the, it, but it's making me laugh. The problem was with me and Take That was, you know, I was the songs, but this I was is, not the dancing. Brilliant. And if I wanted to do the dancing, I'd be mate, me mate here, are we? Yeah, I was an excellent dancer. <laughs> <laughs> like break beats. Uh, I can do the um, mashed potato. Yeah, the mashed potato. I can do like the beatboxing, <laughs> that uh, caterpillar. Mm. I can do. I can get the lino down. Is the caterpillar a real dance? Yeah. Can, can anyone actually do it? You're gonna do it. I can't do it. No, and my boobs are in the my boobs are in the way. Can anyone act, Can a human being actually do it, or is it all special? Everyone effects? thinks they can do it, don't they? After a few um, jars. We got five calls. Three of the members have take that. <laughs> Let's go to line oh, one. Lawyers. Line one, you're on the wireless. 
Hi, Stephen. Bad cop here from ITV Productions. How are you doing here? Yeah, very, very well, Stephen, mate. What can I do for you? I've got some bad news and I've got some good news for oh, you. Okay. Uh, Philip okay. Schofield is leaving this morning. That is great news. And the good news is... Oh, that was the bad news. You think, we uh, think your production manager, Catherine, would be excellent to take his role. Sorry? Production manager? Yes, Catherine. You, you want her to... No, 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 no. It's, if, if a man is... If a, if a Ian, middle-aged... Ian, 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 yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. If a middle-aged man is leaving, then a middle-aged yes, man yes, should yes, replace. Yes, yes. No, ITV productions are getting more physical with women now. Sorry? You want more women on the TV. <laughs> more physical with women? Oh, OK. Well, well Kat, no, well, I, well, no, 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 no. Catherine... Well, yes, 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 yes. Well, no, 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 no. Catherine won't leave. Won't, she won't leave this show. She's when tied. Do I, when do I start? No, no, please. Ian, She's, she Ian, is tied. Ian, 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 Ian. She doesn't have to leave your show. I do. Sorry? Hmm? Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. She is not doing any other show. Ian, she, Ian. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. She is staying on this show, whether she likes it or not. I don't like it. Well, it's, it's tough. As I said, it's whether you like it or not. So it's not, but you're still staying on the show. It's not happening, I'm she afraid, buddy. That, excuse me, she won't be saying that while I'm waving it in her face. Waving what in her face? You wave that in my face, I'll bite it off, mate. She bit mine off, actually, in fairness. She will bite it off. Was it sore? Yeah, well, once I got the feeling back, it was. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? It's your turn. Excuse me? Excuse me? I was waiting for Excuse me? What? What do you want? <laughs> I don't want anything, mate. What do you need? Oh, just... What do you need? Apart from a slap. What do you desire? See you, sunshine. See you, sunshine. See you, moonshine. Hung up there. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello? No, you're too slow. It's got a line five. Line five, you're on the wireless. I'm the greatest broadcaster in Brian. Is it for kids? No, you're okay. nit. No, Is you're nit. I'm calling the police. Give a kick. Give a smack. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Reported. <laughs> yes, line five, four. H- have you ever been syrup digging? Have I been what? Syrup digging? Ferret, Megan. Ferret, Megan? Yeah. What's a ferret, Megan? You put a ferret down your trousers. No, because I think it's cruel. I think that's a cruel thing to do, put a ferret down your trousers. Ferret shouldn't have to look at that. Uh (laughs) No, I think it's... I don't like dressing animals. I don't like putting them down your trousers. That's not fun. I don't like using animals for any kind of sport, and that is a sport... And I don't think it's yeah, I don't I think it's don't think it's appropriate. So uh, sorry about that. Line, line six, you're on the wireless. You keep cutting me off in the middle of the story. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Maybe if you weren't on speakerphone and we could hear you better, I'd be able to. Do, we can please continue. All right. Is that what the problem was? That was what. The, that's all. That's the only problem. Please. I tell you what, because some of it was muffled, we couldn't. Hear it. Could you start the story again? You want me to start the story again? Would you mind? Yeah, I feel like I've lost the drift. We missed a, we missed a bit of it, didn't we? Yeah. So that would be so great if you could. Thank you. All 
right, OK, no problem. Thank you. Ready? Yeah, we are absolutely ready. Thank. Let me get me, um, let me get some okay. music. Uh, away you go, away you go. Thank you. OK. Just the shot we're looking for, said Captain Pugwash. A ship store, semi hearties. Now we can buy all the things we need to spring clean the black pig and make it the smartest pirate ship afloat. Come on, let's have a look inside. Aha, they are having a sale here. Gallons of special paint, very cheap too. Now, as you may remember, the captain was a very mean man and couldn't bear to miss a bargain. He bought all the paint in the shop for one bag of gold. But he was in such a hurry that he forgot to ask what sort of paint it was or what colour it was. All hands on deck. There's not a moment to be lost, he shouted, as his crew carried the paint aboard. Cutthroat Jake will be here next week. He must have the painting done and be well away before he arrives. But Captain Puckwish was wrong. In expecting Cutthroat Jake next week, Jake, his worst enemy, was already there. Let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, line four. You're on the radio. Oh, hello. Um, do you happen to know of a young man who could clarify whether the clocks go forwards or backwards at the weekend? Yes, you? it's very, very simple. It's spring back, full, uh-huh. full forwards. Okay. So um, what that means is the clocks go forward. I, I haven't. I did have a recording of a young man explaining it. I think you mean you're referring to. Yes. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't actually have that. I've lost a lot of my. Um, my tapes. I know you're referring to the trumpet, uh, gentlemen. I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. Um, uh, indeed, but indeed. If anybody can find that clip, I will look for the clip. <laughs> but, the cl- the, but thank you for reminding me. The clocks definitely go forward this weekend. You lose an hour's sleep. That's great. Thanks so much for that. Thank Bye. you very much for that. I don't know where that clip is. Um, yes, line two. You're on the wireless. For the whole thing there, I would have, I would have taken the whole goddamn thing. That's what he wanted. It's the thing on a Friday night. I wish. Does anyone know where that clip is of Yasser talking about the clocks? I lost so many um, clips. Um, if I type in, yeah, I didn't. Yasser's this. London's LBC ninety-seven point three. I, I used to do the drive time show on LBC. Me, right? I used to drive to. I used to drive time on LBC, right? And this, this is a bit of it. This is this is what I used to do on drive time on LBC. Here we go. Here we go. Is this your music? London's yeah. LBC. <laughs> Listen to the name of the show. The three and a half hour, three till six thirty. Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Didn't want to call it drive time. I refused to call it drive time. No, I don't have a computer. Huh? Same old, same old rubbish. I'd rather be scrubbing my English potatoes. That was um, Chris and Crouch End. Will evil never rest? Oh, clips over music. My name is Danny from the Chigwell, and a ton of bricks is heavier than a ton of feathers. I've been doing that, long, been doing that longer than Limmy. Don't forget, I'm obviously presenter of the year, all right? I don't know if we've been hearing that enough this week. You sound um, higher pitched. I don't want to say anything, but yeah. just... LBC presenter go. of the year. I don't want to blow my own trumpet. It's partly because I haven't got one, but... I, Same I, old know, act. I just think... If people are just from 2006, 21st of April, time, 2006. They want to know that this is the cream. Not, not the show cream. It's the creme de la croque. 
It's the creme de la crop. <laughs> Same old rubbish, 12 years on. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatos. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What's a dumb waiter? Found loads of clips. The hills are alive with the sound of music. I'll have a pound of sausages, please. There we go. I found loads of clips. I've got, I've got to really sort these. Uh, they only a little bit of the old Boostington here. Um, let's see, um, what's this? This is this could be a good one, hang on. My pet monkey bit my mum's ear off. There we go. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. I've got to sort those out. That's what I'm doing Sunday. I'm streaming video games and I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. We'll take calls straight to air. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Listen, the young lad that called in is now being butthurt on Twitter. Block me. Um, call in, call in, but just don't be rude. The reason I told you to shut up. Because you you were you were telling me that you were telling me something about me, and you were not allowing me to engage in a conversation. You were telling me I misunderstood something when uh, 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 um, we're not perhaps accepting that maybe I don't know maybe you'd got something a little bit wrong as well. It was all very very one sided. You were telling me that I had misunderstood some very very clear statements you'd made. Well, you told me off for telling people what medication they should be taking. Remember that episode of the show where I told people what medication they should be taking and and he took offence at that. Oh, hang on a second. I never told anybody what medication to take. Dude, if you want to call up and have a conversation, you're very, very welcome to. If you want to flounce around like uh, um, teenage Morrissey before he became racist on Twitter, you're very welcome to. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. Um, you, you didn't like something I did, and then you liked something I did, and then you didn't like something I did. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> I got your email as well the other day, and, and I, I didn't really read it because I, 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 I just can't be bothered, man. But if you want to call in and have a conversation, you weren't prepared to have a conversation before. And, and by the way, everybody who's who's rude and doesn't listen gets the same treatment. Everybody gets the same treatment, whether they have conditions or lifestyles or whatever or or don't everybody gets the same treatment if you want to call up and try again and engage in a conversation i will be as as polite as i think you deserve and i would expect the same from you i thought you were very very rude and disrespectful by not allowing me to speak and by telling me by telling me that i had misunderstood something when I don't think I had misunderstood something, but I was prepared to engage in a conversation to see if there was a little bit of give and take on both sides. We could, if we could have a little bit of give and take. But I don't really care. I'm not losing sleep over it. Hello? That's yours. Every time. All phones off on set, please. 0344 499 1000. By the way, the pronunciation of the word is hyperbole. That annoyed me tonight. Yeah, me. The, the John Ronson thing was great, and then someone asked a question. They said hyperbole. Is that what they said? Hyperbole. 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 And I was thinking, that's not. I couldn't think what it was. But I must admit that I had read that word quite a lot before it's I actually had to say it. And it is a, it's I a ha- punt, isn't it? I have it? to take a run up to it. Yeah. That and analyst. I can say analyze. I can say analysis. But I want to say analyst. Analyst. It's analyst. Once we did. Uh, remember the eleven o'clock show? We filmed this bit, and it, we took twelve takes of me trying to say analyst. Analyst. And it's at the end of a long bit where they couldn't cut out of it. 
and, and 12 takes. And it, it was funny, then it wasn't funny, then it got funny, and the audience were getting bored. And then the producer whispered in my ear. And, I, and the next time, the 13th take, experts have reported, and that was how we got around it, of course. That was how we got around it. Funny, it's, I, some words I can't read when the, the heat is on. A call straight to air. We've got a withheld number, but I'm a little bit, I'm a bit bored of withheld numbers. Stop withholding your number. Phone, phone in. Be a man. Phone in. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. What you got, Kathy? You said you did a bit of prep. so many things. Okay. I've got, I've got three a, things. A biddly biddly bong. Yeah, it is. I'm not in a bad mood. Well, I don't know what I want to say. You have to tell me. They just give me the heebie-jeebies. That's old news. Beep, 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 beep. Who? <clears throat> What's a dumb waiter? It's one who gets the order wrong. Here we go. This What's is... a dumb waiter? It's one who gets the order wrong, love. Welcome, welcome, guys, to um, a very brand new double act. It's called Kim and Lee, Kim and Ian. Um, good, good, um, good evening, Kim. Good afternoon. Oh, it started already. It started already. Kim, you had a question for me, didn't you? What, what was the question? What's the dumb way? Someone who gets the order wrong. That's all I've got. I'll have a pound of sausages, please. Keep out of it, Terry. A young woman. <laughs> I love it when you just tolerate me. Underwent I love it when you tolerate me. A serious transformation in order to get back at her family. Yeah. And removed her belly button before giving it to her ex-boyfriend as a present. <laughs> I've got a friend who's got no belly button because she, she had an operation, yeah, and, and she had to have a bit of her stomach removed and that was the bit that they so removed. So what? Nothing. Nothing. I think she's going to buy one. Like on eBay or something. Can you not like dr- just draw it on with a marker, drill, drilled in, drill it in? I don't think you can. <laughs> you probably can get a decent tat of it now, actually. Because yeah. they could do nipples, can't they? Yeah. If they could do things that stick out, they could probably do things that stick in. Yeah, I think so. Or you could get an outie. Oh no, don't just get, get a nipple outie. put on. <laughs> no, I, don't, I wouldn't get an outie. Um, no, I wouldn't get an outie. You could get anything put on. You could get like you could get them to tattoo like one of those valves that you get on a lilo. I'd get a pig. <laughs> 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 yeah, great. I'd have that. Okay. We were miming pumping there, in case you didn't get it from our sound effects. <laughs> Paulina Casillas Landeros, 23 Ooh. from Guadalajara. Oh, yeah, in I like Jalisco, this. Mexico. I like this story. Did not get along with her family after they disapproved of her way of life, including getting several tattoos and body modifications, such as a back corset and a split tongue. Oh, blimey. What? Oh, I've seen the split tongues. Like, yeah. Like a, like a snake. Yeah. Out of spite, I mean, oh, I've got this feeling that she quite likes doing this stuff to herself anyway. Yeah. Out of spite, she decided to remove her belly button, as it is what makes us human, before giving it hang as on, a present. No, hang on, the belly button isn't what, isn't what defines humanity. That's what she says, it's in quotes. What other animals have an umbilical? Or I hate people who say umbilical. Uh, surely anything that's. Um, dogs have got them, haven't they? No, they've got tails. <laughs> Everything that's a mammal should have an um- umbilical cord, surely. OK, well, who cuts it off and who ties it up? A bit. In... Or the dad, depending on how enlightened in, he is. In nature, in nature... They bite it off. Or they wait till it drops off, like they would in nature when we were cave people. But, but, but it's connected. It's connected to the up uh, the, the lady dog's... Um... Bite it off. They do all the licking and biting. They don't care about that. So how does a dog know to bite off... Dogs bite things that they shouldn't bite. 
I don't care. I'll go. What's that? I don't know. I'll bite it. Can we, when we finish this story, can we... Can so, or maybe you can help, dear listener. Can we ring up the stats on how many men have had their penis bitten off by dogs because they've been walking around their house naked? When we got a dog... When we got a dog, I refused to walk around naked. And the boys would walk around naked. I'd say, no. No, 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 no. We got a dog. Pants on, at the very least. Refuse to walk around naked. Because if a dog... Just a playful dog thinks, oh, look, there's a little sausage. There's well, a little... Everything else that's being waggled at it is to be caught. Exactly, caught. exactly. So it jumps up and it bites. And, it's, and it could be... I imagine if, if it could be quite... It might be pleasant. It no, might be. It no, might be. not with teeth. Some, well, a little bit of, little bit of grit. Um, but no, 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 no. So can we, get, can, can we get those stats up? Holly, actually, could you do a little bit of work tonight, do you think? Would that be possible, mate? Um, could you get ring up the stats, please, on how many men have, uh, over the age of 18, I don't want to get involved in child mutilation, not again, not after what I had last time. Um, this is a joke there, not a funny one, it's about that big. Can you ring up the stats on how many men have had their willies bitten off or damaged by dogs whilst they've been walking around the house naked, the man, not the dog, obviously, OK? So I don't want to know about dogs attacking men... And men thinking, oh, I'm being attacked by a dog, I'm going to take my trousers and pants off. And then it goes, they've got to be just padding around the house, naked, um, and then the dog gives latches onto that. If we could get those stats, that would be great. Thank you. Back to you, Catherine. Paulina. This is great. Directing the show here. Very powerful. Paulina Casillas Landeros, yes. 23, from Guadalajara in Jalisco, Mexico, did not get along with her family after they disapproved of her way of life, including getting several tattoos and body modifications, such as a back corset and a split tongue. Oh, I've seen those back corsets. This is where they actually have bits of thread, I guess leather, <sighs> strung through their the back of their flesh. My favourite... Um, thing that nut jobs, drug addicts and me- severely mentally ill people do to their bodies is when they put horns under their skin. But sometimes, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they put magnets under their skin. So they can stick them on. So you can stick things on. Well, you know, you don't want them necessarily for work. If you're a vicar. No, 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 you don't. Oh, I've got to get in touch with Richard Coles today. Out of spite, she decided to remove her belly button as it is what makes us human before giving it as a present to her then-boyfriend, Danielle, in 2015. Yeah. But following the removal three years ago, she's since made up with her family and ultimately regrets her decision, describing it as reckless and impulsive. You don't say. No. The HR intern and tourism student said... HR puff and stuff... Who's your friends when things get tough? HR puff and stuff. You can give a little cause a little is enough. I've always had problems with my family. I was not very close to them at the time. Body modifications fascinated me. There's something very transcending about them. I was very angry. I wanted to cut all unions from everything and everyone. I wanted to dehumanise myself in a symbolic way. I wanted to do something controversial. I underwent an operation done by a professional, but he gave me very bad advice on how to take care of the trauma, so it got infected. What got infected? The split tongue? No, I'm guessing the belly button. I was suffering. I spent days in bed as if I was quarantined. I couldn't stretch, push, stand up or laugh. Story of my life. Uh, 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 What's going on? Let's have a look. Shit! <laughs> Her dry belly button pictured with a piercing still inserted after it was removed. 
gosh. Yes, bit, mate. Her boyfriend is... was thrilled. No, Even though nothing. it was such a painful procedure, Paulina knew very well that she wanted, what she wanted to do with her removed belly button and tra- planned to transform it into an ultimate token of love for her now ex-boyfriend, Danielle Ramirez. Oh. She said, I was very much in love with my then boyfriend. He supported me through many difficult times and he's one of the most influential people in my life. It was something I did in the spur of the moment. We were young and stupid, but it's the way I felt. Yeah. I put it in a small bag along with a note saying, I love you. It was very emotional. I bet he cried. (laughs) He's kept it and he will keep it forever. Oh, I bet it stinks. Yeah. Because he knows the meaning behind it. We're good friends now, but we will always love each other. I will always love you. God. Just give him like a mixtape or something. Why have you got to do that? Um, Holly, how are we doing on those stats? That that look, what does that look say, Catherine? That what that look is she's working hard. Okay. We've got the stats. Come on the microphone. So we, I was asked Holly a few minutes ago to get the stats for the number of men that have had their willies bitten off by dogs whilst padding around naked in their own homes. Um, not like burglaries or anything like that. Not the what? dog's fault, of course. Well, um, no, they were like a sausage. What's what's the stats? Hit me with the stats, Holly. I bet it's going to be more than we think. Hmm. It turns out, yep. this is official, yep. apparently. Official stats, that's what you want. Uh, it's usually about 14 out of 50 men. They're very small, because mm-hmm. most men walk around... With their trousers on. Like, I'm sorry, okay? The internet's really you're weird. Saying, and I've saying, seen some really weird... You're saying out of 15 men haven't got a penis because <laughs> of their saying, dogs. Are you saying 28... <laughs> hang on a minute, hang on a minute. This is, this is, you're saying 28% of men have had their penises bitten off by dogs. Those stats are horrific. Do you know what? It's, Google it, it's, it's really the last weird. taboo. No one talks about it, do we they? Need to, we, need to do, we, need to do, we need to raise some money or chat. Thank you. Awareness. That is great research. Thank you. There needs to be some more awareness. Uh, well, listen, guys. These men are suffering in silence. If your penis has been bitten off by a dog because you've been padding around the house naked, 0344 is the telephone number. Call straight to air tonight. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. <laughs> Word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll take calls straight to air tonight, 0344 499 1000. You can call in about anything you want. Don't swear, don't be libelous. That's it, got a seven second delay, so I hit the button, it doesn't go out. You can tell us what you're doing. What are you doing this weekend, Boyley? We're, well, well, we're working, aren't Tomorrow we, so? I'm working, and the day after, we're going to see Beverly Craven. Promise, Promise me, you're, you're waiting for me. me. I hope she sings that one. Of course she will. Well, I did see the Wonder Stuff, and they didn't do Size of a Cow or Welcome to the Cheap Seats. She uh, might sing those two as well. I did see Glenn Campbell once, but um, back in the day, and he didn't sing um, Wichita Lineman. I've got a recording of me somewhere, which I could probably find, actually. Um, what's that? Matthew, what is that? Uh, Ian Lee Podcast.com? Is that the website? Vault, isn't it? Ian Lee Vault. I, I probably can find you the clip. Um, clip some random stuff. IanLeeVault.com is where you want to go. Ian Lee, uh, lights out. Um, Ian Lee, Andy Kaufman. Uh, are we getting close? Charlie Cheese, Dredgeland, Radio Lecture. Um, oh, there should be a search feature on this, god damn it. Uh, so you talk to the line one while I'm doing this. Hello, on. line one. <laughs> Be sleeping like a dog, but when 
get your money to my bank. Smacker. You know it's worth it just to hear you sing. You're gonna get me everything. Oh, when I love to your girl, when I love you to your girl, you know I feel okay. When I'm home, yeah, we will be for me, When I'm home, even you're holding me tight, tight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Glenn you Campbell. can't reach those high notes anymore, can you, Macca? Glenn Campbell didn't do Wichita Line Man. Oh. I met him at backstage in the Royal Festival. I said, Glenn, you didn't do Wichita Line Man. Oh, man, I forgot to sing that one. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. 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 Thanks very much for your call. Let's go to line uh, three. Line three, you're on the wireless. Thank you very much indeed. Um, let's see what that's not. Something's happening in my teeth. I don't know what. I think I've got a rotten tooth. Oh, dear. Don't, don't pull it out. I think I can. Don't! I'm not going to. I tell you what, no more calls until after midnight because um, they're, they're wearing a bit thin. No more calls till after midnight, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah, it's fine by me. But I'm, getting, um, I'm getting tooth wobbled by proxy. Okay. I'm tapping my teeth. No more. Oh, I've done something to me. Anyway, no more calls until after midnight because um, you're, you're, you're getting boring, guys. Uh, so we'll, no, take a break. Take a break. People call in now, take a break. At midnight, we'll take the call straight to air again. And if they're no good, then we'll stop doing it. And if they're good, we'll keep doing it. Who's this idiot? He calls himself the French Spider-Man. En français? Uh, le... Oh, they call him Spider-Man. No, they <laughs> call him l'homme de la speed. Not the speed. L'homme de la speed. L'homme de la speeder. <laughs> it wouldn't be speed. It wouldn't. We call him L'homme, the man... The Laspider, the man of the spider, Spider-Man. You, you say you can speak French. I can. That's how they say. Long de la spider. <laughs> so he would be uh, en français, l'homme de la spider. And for forty minutes yesterday, this guy's. A, do you know what this guy's a dick? And I hate him. He's a show off. No, I hate him. And I tell you why I hate him. Right? He's not Jackie. If it's Jackie Chan, I'd like it. Can right? I borrow your juice, please? I'm running out. No, I'm only on hundred percent. Very important. I have 100% energy from... I'll do it, but... Um, here's the thing, right? First of all... Thanks. If we, if me and my kids saw him, we go, oh, we'll watch that, right? Yeah. What if he fell? Thank you. So then he falls, and my kids see a man die. He falls on you? Kids, my kids see two men die, right? And they are fatherless. Um, but this is the thing. Honestly, if he fell, right, then... then the hundreds of people that gather 
are going to be traumatised. Because I don't know if you've ever seen a man fall to his death from 700 feet. I have. Five times. Um, it makes a bloody mess. And I'm, and I'm not swearing. I'm being literal. They have to think, close the streets. Do you remember? I think, I think he should be... Um, I can't wait for Brexit. Because I don't want French idiots like this in this country. Mm. Um, they should have shot him down with a with a tranquilizer dart. Not killed him. Tranquilizer dart. And then held a sheet. Four, oh, got, got four a big, firemen should have held a sheet. Got a big glass. Yep. Just like... Oh, there we go. Him under it. Go on. Got a big bit of Kleenex. <laughs> and then um, gently... Yeah. Chucked him back over the channel. Or what I would have done in the old days, got the biggest book in the world and smashed them against the window. <laughs> I caught... don't use it. I go, I go barehanded or... I go barehanded I'll now. Go, I might use a bit of toilet paper if it's a great big hairy one. Oh, ever since last year when I had um, poison and spiders dropped on my head, uh, I go barehanded now. I pick, I will pick them up. What, even if it's a great big fat one? Yeah, I don't care now. Oof. I do care a little bit and yeah, I get a little no. bit... <laughs> but I'll do it. He calls himself Le Francais L'Homme de la Spider. <laughs> And for soixante nerve minutes yesterday, lunchtime, he lured centime of spellbound bystanders. Centime? Hundreds. Centaine. Dans la web. Dans la internet. They watched and cheered. I wouldn't cheer him. I'd be chucking rocks at him. Oi! Honestly, this stuff... No, joking aside, this guy's an idiot. Could they... Could they... Could they get a big bird to go and get him? Okay, no, condor man. And then a cat to catch the bird. They watched and cheered. Basically, you want an old woman to 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 put him in her <laughs> mouth. Yes, I do. To swallow greedy, him. Greedy, get she. Was. Think we know why she swallowed the man? Because <laughs> he was causing a disturbance. They watched and cheered. Daredevil Elaine Robert. Alain. I'm just reading as it's written, mate. As he climbed the 662 Heron Tower, the tallest skyscraper in the city of London. Uh, but while the comic book Spiderman, uh, <laughs> L'homme de la Spider, fifty-six-year-old Robert found himself on the wrong side of the law. He was arrested when he came down for causing a public nuisance. Good as he should be, he should be arrested and sent to Guantanamo. City of London police have cordoned off streets around Bishopsgate near busy Liverpool Street station. The spectators spilt into the road, disrupting traffic. They should be arrested as well. Everyone that stopped and watched should be arrested and sent to Guantanamo. Robert, who made his ascent freestyle with no safety gear or ropes because he's a French idiot, is a veteran urban climber who in 2011 scaled the world's tallest building, the 2,717-foot Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Before tackling the tower yesterday, he said, Definitely it is dangerous. I fully feel alive when my life is at stake. It may sound a bit scary and crazy, but this is the way it is. When I have finished, I make love to 500 women in a variety of positions and styles, including the Scandinavian style of lovemaking, the most most dangerous lovemaking in the world. The Scandinavian. I do the cliff face. I make love to five ladies using the cliff face technique. He's becoming Mexican. The crowds cheered when Robert waved from about three quarters. Am I honestly right? I'm not all joking to one side. I think this guy's an idiot. I think it's it's, I think it's horribly dangerous. And I just think it's it's just stupid. It's selfish. It's all for his little. I'm surprised he got there with his little chubby grinding against the building because it's all for his own ego. If he had fallen. All of those people are going to be traumatised, possibly killed. Some, some of those people could have been possibly killed if they've fallen on. 
Um, but then saying that, you've had a, a, a Frenchman no, jump on you, haven't you? No. You've not had a Frenchman jump on you? Nope. Never had a Frenchman um, uh, fall on you, perform on you? Never no. had a Frenchman no. push you down? No. I've had a Frenchman expose himself to me on the train. A Frenchman... Uh, and I'm not laughing at that because that's sexual assault. No, that was bad. That is bad. It was very bad. There was that. I've had a man expose himself to me in, in public toilets. Well, this man was touching himself as well, and everyone could see. This man was was knocking one out. Yeah. In public toilets. Well, this was on a on a packed train. Yeah, mine was worse than yours. No, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm yours. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, that's horrendous. But people I, 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 did, I didn't it. wear a skirt for the entire time. I wore well, trousers. Well, that's. Oh. <laughs> I was in Paris because um, on the one time I did on the um, metro, I ended up. Um, as Blake stuck his hand up my skirt. No. Yeah. I mean... It happens how, all the time. How far... Did he go right up? I mean, not that it makes a difference. I'm just curious as to, as to I how... I felt his hand on my ass. Really? I yeah. I think you told me that one, but I knew about the bloke... No, but it was one of those himself. moments where... It's one of those moments where you're on the train and everyone's packed in so close and you know that everyone's in close and you can't work out... Oh. Is he, you know, are they rubbing themselves on you or is it just a matter of bodies being in tight? And then I sort of thought, oh, that feels a bit odd. And I put my hand, I could barely move. I couldn't, I couldn't turn around, put my hand back and I felt his hand. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. That's horrible. Yeah. So, did, no, did, Fra- did, did uh, Paris wasn't anything? very sexy for me. Did you say anything? Could you say anything? We're all squashed in really tight. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I was like 20... Two, maybe twenty-three. Your baby, and um, you just want it to be not happening. So oh, I'm really sorry. That's horrible. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have a very good time Happens in Paris. L- I haven't been back because of, because of that. Partly because of the way it was. Really, yeah. I think that's a big deal. Yeah, I was when I first went over there. I was really, um, you know, I did French at university because I loved France and mm. I loved everything to do with it. And, and the fact that I've never been back, I think, says an awful lot. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I'm going to take you to France one day, if you feel, if you want to, and we're going to overcome... I'm going to go on the Metro with a, a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, listen, because we've been talking for a while about where we're going to do the show next, and there's a couple of options. There's, go off with, um, was it Phoenix? The day five? Texas. Josh, it was, it was, Texas, was it Texas? Yeah. Uh, let's just talk of that. I've been talking to Dean Torrance from Jan and Dean about possibly going over there and doing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we did talk for a while about going to France and doing the show. Yeah. Well, how would you feel about going to I France? I feel funny about it, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. Well, it wasn't France's fault. It was, well, you know, a maximum of 20 idiots, wasn't it? But, well. Because I got followed home as well. Someone oh, tried to push me into the apartment. No. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. How did you get out of that? Um, I thought... <laughs> Oh, mate. And you're laughing, but I know that that's... Yeah. Uh... And then when I got in, I told my... It was into the sort of... You know the bit where in old apartment blocks, you have the, to put the... a, a key code in at the front door? Yeah, yeah. And then there's there was a kind of um, a spiral staircase up, or you could take oh, the lift. a lift in the middle, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got to my... I was walking along the street. It was night time. But, you know, like in big cities, you're never on your own, so I felt perfectly safe. Yeah, as you should, as you should do. Walking down the street, and this bloke starts talking to me, and um, I hadn't been in Paris older very guy, long. Older guy, A bit older, yeah. a bit older. Starts talking to me, and it was just, you know, bonsoir, mademoiselle, and I sort of said, bonsoir, and I wasn't engaging conversation, I was just kind of, oh, you know, someone says hello, I said hello back. And then he sort of started walking behind me, um, and then... Um, 
Yeah, and then I was hurt. You said, oh, I'll, I'll walk you back because it's oh. a bit dangerous around here. And I was like, no, absolutely, it's fine, it's fine, I'm here now. And I went to put my code in the door and I and I thought he was further back than he was. And then as I um, opened the door, he tried to get in and I managed to push him off and get in the house. But, yeah, it was... Um, Stuff like that happened quite a bit. So by the end, I used to walk down the street and not look at anyone and not stop for anyone. And, yeah, I became one of those people that I didn't understand when I first went there, which was, you know, people that don't, uh, you know, you sort of, you're looking for help. Excuse me, can you help? And people ignore you. And, and then I realised why it was. Oh, mate, that's lousy. I'm you know, sorry. and I'd be walking down the street and the police would say stuff. I'd, I asked for directions once and the police sent me the wrong way just so they could watch me walk past again. Or they would um, call you over and say they wanted to see your passport, but they're just wasting your they time. They just wanted to check you out. Yeah. 23. So, yeah, that's why I've not been back. Fun times. That's really upsetting. I'm really sorry. Yeah, it's crappy, isn't it? That is crappy. That is crappy. Oh, mate. Uh, <sighs> Paris. Paris. Let's have a break. <laughs> Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, don't call up until after midnight because the last few calls were a bit ropey. So we're going to wait until after midnight. Do you mind sharing the thing about the old guy? <laughs> the old man? God, yeah. Kath, you've told me this before. Uh, you've just reminded me of, of the most vile... <laughs> What an image. The most vile thing I've ever heard. And I've heard some vile <laughs> things. I've got two young boys. But yeah. um, this is... The, I, I warn you now, dear listener, what you're about... Kathy's laughing, but... Uh, but it's because it's so horrible. What you're about to hear is, without shadow of doubt, one of the most distressing things right. I've ever heard. That's Bear not in mind, I only lived in Paris for like five and a half months, six months. But something would happen usually every day. Maybe a little thing every day, like, you know, being sent the wrong way by the police or... You know, someone um, making noises behind you trying to get your attention while you're walking down the street and stuff and I just used to ignore it anyway so this one day on my way to college I was walking along and this guy uh, who must have been about 70 <laughs> like archetypal French granddad with his um, navy blue polyester trousers on and beret <laughs> he said uh, bonjour mademoiselle so I say oh, bonjour and then he started talking he said oh you're very pretty thanks very much and, and he said Oh, I'm going to cut your head off and F your neck. <laughs> wow. So that's a thing. Uh, what? And you were 23? About 23, yeah. I mean, not that any age, you know, any age is... I was 22, 23. When I lived there. What do you, what do you say... when something like... you get something like that? When you are a kid, which is what I essentially was, right... Um, you just get away. And I, to be honest, I thought, oh, stupid me for engaging. I blamed myself for engaging. And so blame by yourself. the end... You blame yourself, yeah. By the end, I just kept my head down, didn't speak to anyone. And, um, yeah, it was, it was crappy. And then I went to live in Spain and it was completely different. You know, my parents, my mum in particular, had always been, oh, you know, when you go to Spain, be careful because those lads have got the gift of the gab. You know, her experience was with, you know, waiters, young lads, basically, who were who probably did have the gift of the gab in, in the 1970s when the English girls were the first ones to go over. They were very different from Spanish girls. Anyway, her experience was that they were kind of, you know, the Latin lover types. Yeah. The blokes I met in Spain were... 
really nice blokes, you know, respectful. Had sisters. Didn't speak to you the same way they were. I was spoken to in France at all. I don't think the whole of France is like that. I don't know what it was. Well, Paris. I don't know France very well, and I've only been to <laughs> Paris. And I, 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 bearing in mind in Spain, I stood out as a foreigner a lot more than I did in yeah. Paris. I, 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 I it's a cliche, but it's a cliche I think holds some water. Paris is a very rude city. The, the taxi drivers are very rude. The service is often very rude. But then I have heard, and you would know better than me, that Paris is an exception. Paris is yeah, an exceptional like... place and is an ex- exception within, within France. And that out of France. Yeah. Out of Paris, it, it, it's less confrontational, less yeah. aggressive. I kind of told myself, oh, well, it must be like London, you know. Um, there are so many people, and so you are going to get idiots, and um, people haven't got time for, you know, silly... How I thought of myself, silly little girls who don't know their way around and who aren't street smart. But I've never felt that way no, in London, should, ever. Yeah, have you not? No. I mean, I, 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 you know, I've been touched up a couple of times when I was younger in London, but... Uh, um, you know nothing. You know, don't want nothing on the scale of, of what has happened to you a couple of times. But um, but everyone should be able to walk around and feel safe. And um, and this ties in with the thing we it ties in with the, the whole um, the, the John Ronson thing we saw tonight about porn and kind of what we've sat, been saying about. I mean, and this was this was twenty years ago for you, but. It, uh, you know, the fact that people will sit on the bus now and watch porn on the bus or on the train. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what I heard someone, I don't know and I heard someone say. talking to James Whale a couple of days ago about you know the way men interact with women and how you've got to be careful how you look at women now because they take it the wrong way. And you know, if I like someone and I'm staring at her, she might take it the wrong way. It's so that kind of thing. Oh. You're, so you're allowed to stare at her and she takes it the wrong way. Is she not just allowed to sit on the train in peace without you? Um, this whole Me Too movement, uh, I'm worried I'm going to get accused of, uh, I'm worried I'm gonna be accused of being a rapist. Well, here's the thing, don't rape anyone. That's a start. That's a pretty good start. Don't rape anyone. And that lessens your chance of being accused of being a rapist. Yeah, don't do anything that would embarrass you. Yeah. If you, if you're, um... But it doesn't mean you can't ask people out, you know. You, you, does, that, just don't that... be creepy. Don't be you know, also that That'd the other thing is it's here, isn't it? that um, thing about um, you know older men feeling entitled to speak to me when I was twenty three, like that, um, is kind of part of the same thing, isn't it? Of uh, this whole because um, we're talking we, John Ronson talking about how it's kind of either stepdaughters, yeah. uh, or the you know the young things, the cheerleader thing, and then it goes straight to milf, yeah. and there's no woman in between yeah, who's yeah. kind of in charge of herself so you're either someone's daughter yeah. some sort of young in- ingenue or you know what was or, the or, phrase he, he said that the most the most searched word for porn is step yeah and he, what did he call oh, it um it, incest smoke and mirrors incest by smoke and, smoke and mirrors i thought was great because it is isn't it but it, there's no um woman in charge of herself right so the milf is someone who's who's had children so she's so some blokes already had his hands on her yeah. There's no woman in charge of herself in porn, is there? Category. Uh, uh, if you can think of it, step-mom. you can find it. Your stepmom, yeah. It's a, it's a man alive. Anyway, so yeah, don't be a don't be a dick. I'm really furious for that kid that I was, and I, I won't have it. You know now, so that's why now, now got two if, young girls as well. Exactly, we've got, also, go, we've got to hit this news. Sorry, 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 because it's it's in red. That means I've got to hit it live. I've had to hit it live. Man. Have I not got to? 
Is it pre-recorded? Because I thought it's been live all week. Are you sure? Go on, anyway, then, sorry. Go on, no, say, what you're going to say. Go on, we've got so time. now, if I ever like, well, there's been stuff in in the past where uh, someone in other places that I've worked in or in other worlds that I've been, where a younger person has felt like under pressure that way, and I'll always stick up for them and I'll always make sure that they know that's not their fault. Because mm. I remember what that felt like. You're a good person, Catherine Boyle. You're a good person, and and what happened to you is outrageous. And yeah, it um, was. Yeah, it was. Uh, we'll take calls straight to air again in a bit. Oh, three, four. I'll give you the number. Don't give us a call now because no one's going to answer it for the next few minutes. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. because we're taking calls straight to air. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. First hour, 15 calls. Second hour, what, six calls? And they got a bit ropey. So let's make the last hour count, guys. Otherwise, we won't ever do this again. We will do it again, but we won't do it all the time. Uh, you can call in about anything you want. Don't swear. Weren't there five in Little Mix? No. Okay, fair uh... enough. 
Maybe it's the no. Mandela effect. <laughs> um, don't swear, don't be libelous. You can call us about anything you want. 0344 499 It can be heavy, it can be light, it can be stupid, it can be silly. Um, I'm not answering withheld numbers anymore because I'm just bored of them. Uh, and you can call in about anything you want. You can um, have a pop if you fancy. Um, you do whatever you fancy, I don't really care. Am I missing a joke with the name Little Mix? Isn't it like Little Minx? I thought. I, I don't thought. Know. I thought it was like Little Minx. You Little Minx. You Little Mix. Weren't they two separate groups that were put into one? Is that what it was? I'm not sure. I don't really know. I wish they put um, longer trousers on. Some trousers. Is on. There, actually, no. I don't. It's their choice. They can do it. If, if it's their choice, they do do what they want. I don't care. It just makes me feel a little bit um... cold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy Joel's playing here, but he's playing at Wembley Stadium. No thanks. Sir Rod Stewart may have some sizzling moves on stage, but it seems he's not so hot in the kitchen. Basically, Rod Stewart can't cook is what this story's going to be. I bet he's never had Look to. Look for mundo. He was a geezer in the 60s. He would have done Lived beans. mum. Would have done beans on toast. And then, then he got rich. He ate at. He ate at. The pop legend admitted he's never cooked a meal in his life and cannot even boil an egg. I don't know how long you boil an egg for. Depends how um, hard you want it. I don't... I don't... You get that in a boil. Boil. I don't know how long... I would have to Google it. Six. Not now. I'm tired. Sorry? Six. Six. I'm so sorry. Um, Rod told how he left that task to a string of girlfriends he met at the height of his career. The 73-year-old said, In the 70s, it was a different era. Uh, I used to have girlfriends who shack up with. Shack up. And you sort of get fed up with them and they'd leave or you'd kick them out. He added, Oh, but, but then you realise who's going to cook my dinner? Who's going to cook my breakfast? Gosh, how sad. I bet Rod's a bit of a geezer. Rod the mod. I also bet he's a bit of a tosspot. Um, you find yourself walking down the local cafe. I'm still absolutely hopeless. Don't worry, we've got five... Food. We've got five Rod Stewart songs inspired by food coming oh, up. Oh yes, mate. I still. Do cannot... you think I'm sexy? Um, no, it's not there. Oh. No, no, no. I cannot cook to save my life. Last time I tried to make a boiled egg, I had twenty pounds and things out. Oh, you well, didn't. you did it all wrong. What a mess! Nothing to be proud of. Rod married to Penny Lancaster, forty-seven, admitted he lacked his lack of skills to Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, asked if he'd ever cooked a meal, he replied, never. I've made a bit of toast and a cup of tea in the afternoon, but other than that, I've done nothing. Shameful shame on you, Stuart. Rod has a chef. Well, then he sorted, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> I mean, why would he? Why would he? <laughs> Sometimes Penny rustles up meals for him. And then, obviously, he's a millionaire. Goes out for me, goes out, he, has, he has Deliveroo every night! She's every not, single night. She's not picking him up a chilli con carne to stick in the microwave if she can't be bothered, is Here she? Here we go. Sing for your supper. These are five Rod Stewart songs with um, tenuous food links. The first cutlet is the cheapest. Okay. It's like the first cut is the deepest. Yeah, I know. Some guys have all the cock cooks. Raisin to believe. Like reason to it's believe. Not really cooking, is it? Raisins. Every meat of my heart. That's a good one. And hot legs of lamb. Oh, <laughs> Shut up. That's what it says. Oh, three. High fives all round in that newsroom. Uh, is there anything better 
Is there anything that sums up? I, I bet they don't do this in any other country. Forget page three. Forget all of that. Is there anything that sums up British newspapers more, apart from, you know, phone hacking you know, and stuff like that, the dodgy stuff, that, but the humour of the British newspapers more than the top five um, songs that are linked loosely to the story? Puns. They're the best, aren't they? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I feel we, we, may have, we may have shot our bolt in terms of call straight away because no one's calling in now, and that's fine. If you don't want to call in, it's absolutely fine. It's Friday night, it's cold, and it, oh, I'm using that hottie you got me tonight. Have the hottie. Good for you. Oh, it's, that's a great Might hottie. Might get mine out. Um, no, not in here. It's a great hottie. The thing is, here's the thing, dear listener. This is my luxury lifestyle. My bed is so big, I lost it in. I lost a hot water bottle in the bed the other day. In the bed, I couldn't find it. Brilliant. What 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 a privileged what position to, do to be with in. You is what we used to do with my children. Yes. When they were in cots. Oh yeah, go on. Right. And after your first child has had one favourite dummy. Yeah, and dumb, they, dumb. and when they spit that dummy, everyone knows about it because the baby's awake and just cry. What we used to do is just sprinkle them all around the cot, so she yeah. could always find a dummy within a little hand's reach. Yep. We'll do that with hot water bottles. You can tie it to my leg. No, just put loads in your bed. Oh, mate, that would be hot. <laughs> Literally, it would be hot. Let's go to line one. Line, well, you just went line one. You absolute pudding. Flipping heck. It's getting cold in here again. Go on, put it up one. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here we go. Made famous by Twiggy in the sixties, the mini has been voted the most iconic fashion item. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny, went from under me there. All right, man, I'm busy doing a radio show. Sorry, carry on. The the mini did Twiggy make the mini famous? Well, it was Mary Quant, wasn't it? Oh, the mini skirt. It doesn't say mini skirt. I thought it meant the car. Made famous by Twiggy in the 60s, the Mini has been voted the most iconic fashion item of the past 50 years. Oh, OK. Decades after being worn by the model, Mary Quant's design remains a style staple. Bell-bottom jeans, pencil skirts and lime one. Oh, I'm lime one again. You're lime one again. Nobody else is calling in. <laughs> You're a fanny. Sorry? Right. Hello? So you, yes. I heard someone else to call in for line one, so they went home. Oh, sorry, what? Oh, someone else was calling in? Yes, I had another line one. I'm what? going to be your, your producer. So Ooh. I had another line one, yep. and then went home. What, 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 what when it's you called in, now. when you called in like 25 seconds ago? Yeah. They've left. He, he went home. Your, your yes, lover has left you? In the last 25 <laughs> seconds. Hello, you're breaking now, you're breaking up. Not you and your lover, no, I'm I don't still know. Here, I'm still here. Okay. Um, okay, well, well, we'll just have to talk to you then, fake Sheila. Oh, it's just me, fake Sheila. Yes. Oh, gosh, you still know me as fake Sheila. I still know you, yes. Okay. okay. Hello, Ian. Hello, fake Sheila. Okay, so I'm coming to see you in London. When? Tomorrow? No! Like, your show. show. Well, we're doing a show tomorrow, but you're talking about the one on December the 9th. Yes, that's the one. Beautiful. Do you need somewhere to stay? No, I've got my own home. Do you need somewhere to stay? Kath, do I need somewhere to stay? Oh, no. How desperate are you? (gasps) Oh! Oh! The knives are out. I need somewhere to stay. 
Oh, no. that was getting interesting. Yes, man. <laughs> no, thanks. I've got my arrangements, but it's very kind of you to think no, about it. No, we're fine, Sheila. We won't actually be staying in London that night. We'll be going to our respective homes after. But yeah, we're doing shows December the 9th. <laughs> Two shows. The second show, okay. the second show oh, is sold out. The second show is sold out. I want you to say hello. Hello, my darling. Well, come and say hello to us on December the 9th, because we stick around and say hello oh, to everybody. Okay. And we're nice people. Oh, we don't, we don't bite. Do that. Okay. I know. Okay. Well, come and come up and say hello. Introduce yourself. And make sure you say who you are, because I, I, I never recognise what the voices. Yeah, you. I know you. You won't remember any of us. No, I don't. Ka- that's why I'm always there with Kath, and she nudges me, and she goes, "It's, it's fake Sheila." Oh, Ooh. it's this one. It's fake Sheila Ooh. or real it's Sheila the, the or annoy- whatever. The annoying one that calls in <laughs> after her lover has left. Oh, that one. Okay, fine. She wants a threesome with the two of us. Okay. Oh, that one. Right, got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we're looking forward to it, Sheila. It'll be nice to meet you. Love to meet you as All right. well. All right, my dear. You've you got a nice oh, weekend coming you up. Mind. Have you got a nice Bye. weekend? Hello? She's gone. She's gone. Not really. No. Oh, oh she's, gone. she's back. She's gone now. Um, okay. Um, the uh, Line two is just about to go to you. The second show is sold out on December the 9th. There are still a few tickets left for the first show on December the 9th. The first show is unlike anything else we've ever done. In the, I guess it, you could call it a game night. What we're doing is playing games. We've got um, Family Fortunes. We've got... Uh, Operation. Operation. We're going to play Tag Uno. I've got a good drawing game where you wear glasses so you can't really see what you're doing. I dare say someone will bring Twister. Yeah, we'll play a bit. If you want to bring a bit of Twister, bring games. Can't guarantee we're going to get to play all the games because there's going to be about 70 people there. So we may not get to play all the games. But if you want to have a little break-off party within the arena... Then you you can do it. It's going to be a car crash, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a mess, but it's going to, it's nearly Christmas, and we thought we'd have a laugh. Uh, if you want tickets for that, if you go to ianlee.com/slash/event, then uh, all of the tickets are listed there, and you can click the buttons and buy. ianlee.com/slash/event. There's a handful of tickets left for tomorrow night as well, uh, where we're showing uh, Fright Night, and we've got Q and A. It's going to be singing. It's going to be loud. It's going to be silly. Uh, got a handful of tickets left for that. Uh, 45 minutes left of this rubbish. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um, cross-dressers. Yeah, did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air if you want to give us a call. As soon as I see you on the screen, I will click a button and you'll come on the air. Uh, decades after being worn by this is mini skirts, uh, worn by the model Twiggy Mary Quant's design remains a style staple. Bell-bottom jeans, pencil skirts, and knee-high boots also made the top ten. Though half of the two thousand women polled or believe fashion <laughs> rules not like that, you pervert have changed with nearly one in five saying clothes for the over-50s are sexier now. Yeah, they are. Why is only one in five saying that? When I was a kid, people in their 50s... My grandparents were in their 50s. Yeah, they looked like old ladies. They looked like old ladies. Funny, my grandparents were in their 50s when I was a kid. But what you've got to remember is they were probably wearing the same sort of clothes that they were when they were young. Yeah. My grandparents were in their 50s yeah, when I was a kid. I remember. I remember my, I remember my grandparents as in their 50s and thinking, God, they're ancient. 10, 12 years older than me now. Not funny. Um, Mind you, do you remember when we watched The Family? The mum was younger than us. She yeah. was like 37 or something. We never finished she? that, did we? Here are the 50 most iconic style items from the last half a century. 
Number 50 is the bandage dress. Yeah. I don't know what a bandage Herve dress Leger is. Herve Leger bandage dress. It's like, it's made out of, it looks like it's sort of stripes of... Um, okay. mater- oh, I see. I got it. Crossways rather than down. Uh, who's that making a noise? Yeah, Adam, sorry. That's all right, Adam. No, good, don't worry, mate. You're on the radio. What have you got for us? No, I just thought I'd ring in and say hello and see how everybody is. I'm on my break at work, so... Oh, yeah. I'm all right. I've got, I'm kind of pretty much over this cold, but I'm still quite snotty. I'm blowing my nose a bit. But I'm all right. I've got my sister and her husband and my niece and nephew staying this weekend, or they're going tomorrow, but I'm going to get up nice and early tomorrow. We're going to go out for some breakfast somewhere. They went to, um, they went to like, a haunted underground, like, sort of scary place this tonight, Adam, and they had to leave... Because my niece got too scared by it. Yeah, but they had one of these things where oh. they had someone chasing round yes. after them. I can't do with that either. No, but I'm glad that they went and wasted their money because I was going to take my boys. <laughs> but my boys would have been way too frightened, Adam. So uh, they've saved me a few quid by doing that. What's What's your weekend looking like, Ads? I've got my kids this weekend, so it's looking good to be fair. Oh, beautiful. Got anything planned? Or are you just, just going to sit in and soak them up? I'm going to take them geocaching. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Have you done it before? No, no, I heard about it on here, so oh, I thought yeah. I'd do it, will we? Hey, Mate, Adam, I, that makes me so happy, I man. Took Thank mine, you. I took mine for the first time last weekend, and they didn't like the idea of it, because, like their mother, they would rather slob about the house in their pyjamas all day. But when I got them out of the house and we found the first one, they were hooked. They were hooked. The second one we didn't find, but they were still cool about it. The third one we found, it was victory. How old are they, Adam? Uh, my daughter's seven and my son's five. Oh, mate, you're going to... You might. The five might struggle a little bit, but you, you'll, you'll, oh. your seven-year-old will love it. I think the five will get into it. Just see how you get on with them. Have you downloaded the app? Uh, I've been looking at them. There's loads of different ones. On I'll tell you the one I've... I've decided which one to do, yeah. Do, I'm going to describe the one I've got, right, mine's and it's green. free. Yeah, mine's green, that one. Yes. Right, the one I've got, it just says geocaching underneath it, right? It's a green square, and within that green square are four white squares with, there's a picture of a green flag, a green circle, and a green person celebrating, right? And it's just called geocaching. It's one of those ones where you can, you can, you can pay once you're in it, but you don't need to, right? It does everything you need for free, um, and uh, you, I get that because you've got to register and just put your email address and put your name in and stuff like that. But, 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 um, I, I, I hope you have a good weekend with it, man. My, my boys love it. They talk about it all the time. And um, it's it's a really lovely way of just going out for a walk with the kids. Yeah, well, we do a lot of that anyway. I mean, whenever they're up, we tend to go walks down canal and stuff and things like that. Oh, so. beautiful. Hey, my sister was telling me about this thing, right, and I can't remember what it's called. It's like a treasure hunt, right? But there's loads of them around. But it's not like a real treasure hunt. But you'll get a clue, and that clue will take you to, for example, a manhole. And then there'll be a word on the manhole that'll be like the second clue. And she says it takes about 45 minutes an hour. I'll find out what it's called. Um, I wonder if she's... I'm going to text my sister while I'm talking to you. Hang on a second. Um, uh, Because apparently it's really good fun. And my nephew was going, oh, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. What's... That treasure hunting thing called. She'll probably be asleep now. Um, She'll be asleep. Oh, well, let us know how it goes, Adam. I hope you have a great time. Oh, well, it should be. It'll be great. My kids just love running about to be there. Exactly. Well, if if they love that man, then you're you're doing a good job. That, that That is part of the job. If they love 
just building up a sweat and running like lunatics, then well done. Yeah. Nice one, Adam. Thank you, mate. Let us know how the weekend goes, won't you? I will. Cheers, mate. Tutty bye. Bye-bye. What a nice man. Yeah. Um, and I get it, man. I get the joy of if you're a, a, a single, if you're, a, if you're, a, if you're a, a divorced or separated or whatever, dad or mum, and you're getting the, week, the kids for a weekend, I get that excitement of it man i'm on your side it's 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 a it's a thrill and the thing i'm learning i've only had it three weeks now three times actually i don't have to cram it with stuff the first one i crammed it with stuff and then i realized that's unfair on my on my wife because suddenly daddy's becomes oh we're gonna do four very expensive exciting things and also it's unfair on me on my wallet it's unfair on the kids you know so now we're, we're getting into the thing if they come over for a weekend we kind of have one big thing planned, like we go to the pictures, or we, we'll, we'll go out to a museum, or yeah, museum, or we'll go out and do, we'll go out to a place, and the rest of it is is uh, maybe we'll get a DVD, we'll cook something, we'll make some cakes, we'll go and do a bit of geocaching. Yeah, it's kind of small, cheaper, freer stuff. You, you're trying to find the new normal, trying to right? make it normal rather than it being a special occasion. Yeah. So what I would do, you know, trying to what, what would be a nice weekend if we if we live together? We'll make some cakes and then we'll go and do a bit of colouring. And the thing is, you always did do things when you lived yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Hello, good evening. I've never done call straight to air before. That was a bit weird. It's a bit freaky, isn't it? Gets, it keeps you on your toes, doesn't it, caller? It, it, it is. You've got to be alert. I don't like being alert. Stay alert. The world the needs night. more alerts. <laughs> it does. It definitely does. How are we doing? Yeah, um, I'm all right. I'm tired. I'm, 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 uh, as, as always, um, I'm starting to question the show. Is the show any good? Actually, I don't care. I just want to go and go to bed now. So I'm all right. I'm <laughs> fair I'm, enough. I'm it's all right. That time of night. Yeah. What you got for us? I, I've got something that I thought you might be interested in. Yes, I'm I was. I was looking yes. through uh, old paperwork and stuff, and I, I was reminded of a, uh, a series of interviews I had to do yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, and I had to, I got to spend some uh, time with Rose West. Did you hear that, Kath? Yeah. Did I hear what I think I just yeah. heard? Yeah. Flipping heck! Yeah. Before, but, but after was... after she'd been found as one of the most heinous criminals in the world. Yes, she was in prison by this point. She was in prison, yeah. What was, so what were you doing with Rose West? Well, I was doing some uh, research into uh, sexual offenders and their behaviour. And I, I needed, I spoke to a lot of very unpleasant men. So I thought I kind of needed to balance it out and see if I can get to the side of the story. So you can speak and, to uh, unpleasant women. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I made the request. I, I didn't think I was going to get anywhere. I thought I would be told no. Um, uh, but I made the request, and I and I got a yes, and I uh, yeah, I got to interview her three times. Who gives that yes? Is, is it come from her, or do the like the psychologists have to approve it? Does the prison have to approve it? Who who gives the yes? Oh, everybody. Right. Uh, she had to approve uh, her solicitor, the prison, um, it, all all different kinds of and people. Why would why would she? Say yes. Is it because it's so boring in prison that it's something to do? Is it a chance for her to redeem herself? Why would she say yes? Well, it, that kind of confused me to start with a, a bit as well, because I, I was convinced she was going to say no. But then when she did say yes, I thought, oh, what's going on? Have I missed something? Yeah. And it, it, what, I think she she misunderstood what I was doing. Okay. And I think she thought I was writing a book about her. And she was she was still trying to pitch, I, I'm innocent, it was all fun, I didn't do anything. Oh, So, so wow. it was like she was trying to convince me that she that she was innocent and that she shouldn't be in prison kind of thing. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, you know, if anyone who knows anything about that story knows that she was far from innocent. She, it was, it was, you know, driven. I don't know if you'd agree with this. Driven by Fred West, but she was certainly sat up in the front seat reading the map. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, she was she was an abuser before she met mm. him. It, it was a perfect storm those two getting together. Um, there was. Uh... Is there is there is there any truth that he got he got significantly worse after he, he got like a smack on the head when he was young? He got there's no an argument yeah, that he got brain yeah, damage that kind of removed his yeah. inhibitions. His uh, frontal cortex, uh, sort of the front part of the brain, is where things like um, inhibitions and impulse control and stuff yeah. like that happens. And he experienced a couple of serious concussions when he was younger. And his behaviour got an awful lot more violent after that. He yeah. lost all his impulse control. So, um, and, uh, what's what? Because uh, listen, I've never been in a prison. I've certainly never met yeah. a serial killer and a serial child rapist. I'm, you know. Yeah. So, what is it like? What, how does describe it? You, you you rock up for the first day, and 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 I'm assuming you're checked and you're searched and all of that stuff, and then you 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 walk you walk into a room and there's Rose West. And they, she's sitting there in front of you, yeah. It was, well, at, at that point, I hadn't spent an awful lot of time in that environment, but I work quite a lot in prisons now, so I kind of, I've got used to it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at that point, yeah, you, you, you kind of, in that environment, you can't, you know when, because, what was I, 27, 28, something like that, sort of trying really hard to come across as calm and nonchalant. Of course. Absolutely papping myself. Yeah. And bet. trying not to let it show, but it clearly was. And, it, you know, when you get... Yeah, the nerves come out and the voice and stuff like that. You're trying to be, trying to come across as calm and confident, but I knew I wasn't carrying it off. It was it was a little strange. And you would know it as well that the, the the, you know the incredibly horrific situations she would have been in. She would have been in front of and in control of many young women that were 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 nervous. You know, I, I imagine oh, that yeah. she kind of feeds off of that energy. She's used yeah. to controlling those situations. Definitely, she kind of she looks like. I mean, you saw when she was in court and all those pictures are coming out at the time. She looks like harmless old granny type person, but she's really, really not. And there's there's definitely a, an aura around her. You know, she's intimidating. Um, I think that's getting now. She's getting older. She's experiencing a few issues in prison now. But yeah, when she first went in, uh, I think she was probably a very intimidating presence for everybody else that was there. What was the first first question you asked her? Well, I I asked her because I, I wanted to kind of go in gently, and I asked her about when she met Fred, and uh, and that's when she started. She immediately went in uh, with the lines of that she was very vulnerable, and he targeted her, and she was uh, being manipulated by him, and those kinds of things. And that's kind of when I got the impression that that was the route she was going to go down. And to an extent, that was true. She was only, I mean, she was barely fifteen when she met him. Yeah. Um, so there was, and he was a lot older. Do you think she believed that she was pretty much innocent? No. 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 Uh, no, it, it was definitely... Yeah, the vibe that was coming up, even when she was explaining that she was... I mean, at, at one point she was even trying to say she didn't know anything about it. He was offending and she knew nothing about it, which was obvious nonsense yeah. from all the evidence. Yeah. So then it, when she realised that wasn't flying, she kind of changed it to that she was manipulated and controlled and that kind of stuff. But it was it was definitely, when it was coming across, she was still, it was that manipulative part of her. She was obviously being manipulative. 
And the more she realised that I wasn't buying it, the less willing she was to talk to me. Did you get on with her? Um, I, I, I kind of, there was an extent where I was pretending to. Yeah. As you, you, so, and we've all, we've, Kath and I will both have interviewed people that we, we despise, obviously not to that level, but you kind yeah. of, you, you kind of... You know what they need to hear. You know what they need to hear. It's a brilliant way of yeah. putting it. Yeah. Yeah, there was an awful lot of that because I, I was... I was very aware of she had control of the conversation. If at any point she wanted to stop the conversation, it was done. And I wanted to not lose the opportunity. So there was a little bit of uh, pandering and I was trying to be nice and, and trying to let the... Yeah, all of that different kind of stuff. Yeah. But it, in terms of... It, relating to any kind of personal level no I, I don't think it's possible for anybody to do that and um yeah i think the only person she related to was fred mm, how did uh, yeah oh he's oh he's oh let's get can i can i like, you may not know the answer to this i feel like i'm going to ask a dark question how did she feel did you ask her or did she say how she felt mm. when because they, they were supposed to be so much in love and they were this loving couple and then of course fred killed himself mm. did she say how yeah. she felt about that um, it, I kind of got the impression that she thought it was a bit of a cop out, mm. um, that because she was she was fully expecting him to take the blame, which he did, but he did in a suicide note. So rather than stand in court and, and tell everybody it was all me and it wasn't Rose, um, he did that in a suicide note instead. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think she was, yeah. So it's because she was kind of. At the beginning of the trial, she was kind of waiting for him to acknowledge that he was responsible for everything and that she was fully expecting, until she was found guilty, she was fully expecting to walk away wow. because he'd taken the blame. Um, so I think it was it was a bit of a shock to her when she didn't walk away from it. So to one extent, he did what she was expecting him to do in taking the blame for everything, but she wasn't expecting him to kill himself like that. And how do you... Um... How do you cleanse yourself, you know, physically and mentally and spiritually after, you know, probing inside one of the most horrific minds yeah. that's ever existed? Because we mm. read a book about yeah. it yeah. and that was enough for us. But you're actually speaking yeah. to the person responsible. Yeah. Um, I think in that situation it was easier because she wasn't accepting or she wasn't acknowledging that she'd done anything wrong. Right. At one point, she even described herself as a good mother. That's what she said. To me. She, I, she nearly, said, I nearly swore that. Yeah, she's... <laughs> <laughs> when she said it, she, she did a couple of times say, I was such a good mother to those kids. And, it, and she was referring to the children that weren't hers because she raised a couple of red children. Um, and she thought that that made her a very good mother. Well, the conditions um, those poor kids would be were living in, and the things they were being subjected oh, to, flipping heck! How she yeah. could say that with a straight face, absolutely. Yeah, I and mean, I suppose that's part of the personality that allows that to happen. And especially knowing that, because if you remember that Rose committed her first murder on her own, Fred was in prison um, when she when she was seventeen. She uh, killed one of Fred's stepdaughters. That was her first crime. And then when he came out of prison, he covered up for her. She was 17 when she did that. Gosh. So after that, to then describe herself as a good mother, that takes some stones, doesn't it? Well, it kind of... We were talking earlier on about cognitive dissonance, right? Um, yeah. So she knows, she must know 
that that's not true. But then by admitting that that's not true, she'd have to take a serious look at her own behaviour. And so she yeah. pushes, you know, the path of least resistance, she pushes the thing out that she does, and, it, and it's just... Uh, so she can so she can live with herself, I guess. Yeah, there's, there's got to be a part of that. It, 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 it kind of came across as a, a mantra that she'd it's sort of repeated in her own head to try and convince herself that she's done nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, whereas it, she knows when she's saying it out loud, she knows that all the evidence and everybody knows that that's not the case. Yeah. And nobody believes her when she says it. But she thinks if she repeats it often enough and, comp- and repeats the mantra often enough, that she can believe it and other people will start believing it. Um, but that's, it's, it's never going to happen. There's too much information out there. I've, I have to say, Annie, you know... Um... Thank you so much for sharing this. This is this is what this is exactly the kind of thing I'd want to listen to. That twenty you know twenty five minutes to one on a Friday night on a late night phoning show. It's a little dark, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it is dark, but it's um, it's it's fascinating and it's a pretty much unique experience. Can I ask you a question? Do you, of course you can. Do you believe in evil? Do you believe that if some people are just evil? Um, I know it's it, it's a tough word to pin down yeah um i, I wouldn't I, not i wouldn't use the word evil people are bad uh and people make bad choices and do bad things i, I think the word evil has got different connotations yeah. to it and it's to me and it almost becomes something a little bit other world worldly and yeah. something almost that they've got no control over that's I it i think it, to me evil, th- evil takes away control yeah it feels like a cop-out doesn't it a bit yeah a bit. So it's almost like they they haven't got control over what they're doing. Something else has overtaken them. Or, you know, Whereas, or that um, something hasn't happened to them to make them a certain way. I think sometimes people haven't got control and that, you know, the way they've been brought up pushes them in a certain direction combined absolutely. with the way they po- possibly intrinsically are. But, yeah, evil, when people, because, you know, you, you talk to people, you know, these sort of pub conversations and say, oh, yeah, some people are just born evil. I can't no, buy that. No. I can't buy that. No. That's, a, that's, a, no. that's a kind of a made-up biblical excuse. But, it, but it's yeah. easier for people, isn't it, to yeah, yeah. To, to say that? Because it's just like, well, not like yeah. me. When it, There is... It, sorry, there's, there's that whole... It's, it's the nature-nurture debate that everybody's... And it's, I'm much more strongly on the side of nurture uh-huh. that uh, psychopaths are made... But there's an element of decision making around it as well. Yeah. Because someone like Rose, she she had a horrific childhood. She was abused throughout her childhood. She became an abuser. Yeah. Um, but and some people who are abused in childhood go on to be abusers. Mm. But by far the vast majority don't. Mm. So there's there's an element. There's got to be something else there. That was part of the study I was doing. Sort of what gets people to the point where they can commit those kinds of acts. And I still don't think I've fully pinned that down, even all these years later. Um, but there's got to be something there, because an awful lot of people who went through very similar childhoods to Rose didn't become the adult that she became. Yeah. Annie, thank you so much for that call. I really appreciate it. You've given us a lot to think about tonight. I do try. <laughs> You'd succeed. Thank you so much. <laughs> Have, a lo- Have a lovely weekend. Have a fun weekend yourself. Thanks very much. <laughs> Bye-bye. Wow. She's one of my favourites, Annie. Wow. She'll turn. They all turn. <laughs> they all turn. Um, but that was incredible. Um, that was absolutely breathtaking. This is why I love doing this 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 show because you just don't know. Who knew that we at half past twelve? 
you know, as the show's kind of, you know, the twilight of the show is is uh, disappearing. We get a call like that that's left me. I nearly swore at one point. Yeah. The good, the good mother bit. Yeah. Wow. Um, let's have a little break, and uh, then we have the last 15, 20 minutes of the show before Martin Kellner comes in at one o'clock. Call straight to air tonight. You never know what you're going to get with uh, shows like that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. In the last 10, 15 minutes, come and get it while it's hot before Martin Kellner comes in. 03444991000. Call straight to Airline One. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hi, Ian. Hello, Line One. I was just phoning, I was going to speak about ghosts uh, like you were talking earlier on, but that last call has just blew me away. Isn't it, eh? Wasn't that something else? That was, that was amazing. That sounded like a guest almost that you had on there. It did, it did didn't it? Yeah. Well, we were like monsters. I can't get my head around that. That blew me away, that woman, having it's, to deal with that it's, daily. It's incredible. But go on, you, now, have you seen a ghost then? No. Oh, have you felt a Never. ghost? No. Has a ghost felt you? No, I was scared as a child, though. Oh. oh. Because I, sat, I watched Salem's Lot. Have you ever seen the... Yes. Is this, hang on a minute. Version? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Just stop for one second, Matt. Catherine, sorry, can you just refresh me? Can, can you do your Gary Barlow impression? Sensational. Can you say sensational, please, Matt? Absolutely sensational, mate. And oh, now he's gone a bit back. He went back. Uh, All right, go he went more yeah, Salem's Lot, Salem's Lot, the two-episode version, not the what the edited one that, that they made into a movie. Yes, that, it's great. Exactly the one. David yeah. Soul. Come to being scared. And David what, Soul, that's the one. And what is the go on? What is the bit that cacked everybody up the most? It's the bit when well, the vampire me, flies up to the window. The oh, I'm scratching on the window. Yes, man. No, it was the. Uh, no, the the master when he appeared in the prison cell. The master. For the first time. Some film. When he had the... Oh, that was frightening. Yes, man, that was terrible. That was, that's if no one's ever seen a ghost and they want to get scared, watch that film. Well, I don't alone. know if Salem's Lot would stand the test of time. I wonder if if a, if a, 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 an audience in 2018 would, would um, be terrified by it anymore. Mm, yeah, you've probably got a point there. Yeah, I think uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, maybe. I did have more to say on the film, but that last caller, she's just done my head in. But I read that book, that Rose West book, and that it's just horrific. So it's not a great read, is it? I mean, it's it's a thoroughly unpleasant book. Hey, listen, Matt, nice no. one, man. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air. By the way, people are tweeting us going, well, "We're coming tomorrow, but should we dress up?" Oh yes, dress up, man. I'm going to be wearing a jeans and a t-shirt. I don't really have costumes, and I've left it a bit late to get one. Because I'm going to be sleeping tomorrow afternoon. Because I'm going to be up. I'm not wearing a costume, but I will be huh? terrifying. You can borrow my PVC cat suit. I'm actually, you want. I'm actually wearing a sort of costume. Uh, what is it? Well, I'll be a vampire. Okay, all right, fine. I've got, I've got the teeth in that. You have actually, haven't you? Look mm-hmm. at those. Those are weird. Night of the Demon. You ever seen that? I don't know. Black and white, 1957. Who's in it? Terrifying. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I just watched it when I was a kid. It I was think... one of these ones where it's an absolute classic. You don't really... Is it, are you of... talking about Night of the Hunter? No, Night of the Demon. Is it the one with Robert Mitchum in? No. That's I know of... the Night of the Hunter, and that's also terrifying, but that's not horror. That's more of a thriller. 
Yes, a great Rolling. film. I saw that in the pictures, that. Not when it came out. My granddad used to look like Robert Mitchum. Night of the Demon, go on. I don't know that one. Okay, so it's starring Dana Andrews, or Dana Andrews, Peggy Cummins and Niall McGuinness. Okay. You don't really see anything, it, you don't really see anything all the way through it, but it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And then at the end, they kind of like have the demon and it's a bit silly, but... Spoiler alert! You know in um, Kate Bush... Uh, Do I know in Kate Bush? Kate Bush's song. I think it's The Hound of Love, is it? I don't really know Kate Bush Coming through the trees, that bit. No. Anyway, I don't really there. know Kate Bush songs. I don't actually like Kate Bush that much. I like her in the Babushka video. But... In England, Professor Harrington begs his rival, Dr Julian Carswell, to rescind the curse he inflicted on Harrington. Yes. In return, Harrington will cease his investigation into Carswell's satanic cult. Yeah. After learning that a parchment he gave Harrington has been destroyed, Carswell ushers him out and promises to do what he can. As Harrington arrives home, relieved, a gigantic demon materialises. Harrington tries to escape it to his car but crashes into power lines. The authorities declare electrocution as cause of death despite the dismemberment of the body. That's how it begins. I tell you what I used to like when I was a kid when we first got a video recorder, that Channel 4 would show loads of those old RKO and Universal black and white monster movies. So you get Frankenstein, Curse of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Dracula, Dracula <laughs> Rises from the Grave, all of these things. Uh, and the great films... I remember one where... It starts off, there's like a travelling circus, and they've got Dracula's skeleton, uh, but it's got a stake through it. You've seen is that, that Blood of Dracula? I don't know what it's called. And it's like, this is, oh, this is Dracula. And someone pulls the stake out, and then Dracula comes alive again. I used to love all of that stuff. I used to like man. the Christopher Lee's one. Yeah. He, he refused to talk about them I'm, when I was. into them. vampire films. But those old black and white ones, I used to love. I wonder, is there a black like box set of those old? I, I think they were universal. Because um, I would have that. I'm going to Tell you what, Dracula by Bram Stoker. Stoker. Bram Stoker. Stoker. That's Bram a different Stoker. one. Yeah, we go. Um, was the first the first book as a kid that terrified me so much I had to shut it. There was a bit in it where Jonathan Harker is looking out the castle windows and he looks yeah. down and he sees the count in sort of semi bat form crawling up the side of the castle wall towards his window. And at that point I went, right, that's enough of that. <laughs> terrified me. Terrified. Me. I could read it at night. Um, Must have been about fourteen. Uh, you're you're a big bird. Universe. Here we go. Look at look at this. It was just so weird. Look at this. This is this is this is what what you want. Universal classic monsters. The essential collection. Blu-ray. Right. Eight discs. So you get Dracula. No, hang on. I don't want the bonus features. So you get Dracula, Frankenstein, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein, the Wolf Man. Phantom of the Opera, I don't really care about that. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to keep school. Going through the papers, there's nothing in the papers. There's absolutely nothing in any of the papers whatsoever. And I'm glad I didn't even. Well, I'm glad I didn't come in early to look at the papers. Here's one. Go on. Bit of a shocker, and some of you will have tucked into what you think is a ham p- pizza tonight. Apparently, no, it's probably not. My boys like a ham pizza. Nine, if you're in Manchester especially, nine in ten ham and pineapple takeaway pizzas found not to contain pork in Manchester. Well, ham is not pork, so that you've yes, got that it is. wrong. That was so stupid, because not it? Pork is pork, ham is ham. Ham is made out of pork. No. Why? It's a, por- you... it's a pork don't... product. That's like saying a chip's not a potato. Don't try and troll me at the end of the week. Ham is not pork. Otherwise, all right, so I'll go and get some pulled ham, shall I? I'll go and have a, um, um, a ham shank. Shall I? Pork shank. I mean... Ham is... 
I'll have pulled ham, will I? No, I won't. What's it made out of? Pig. Right, but it's different meat. No. Oh, Kath, you're just being... You're trying to... Nine out of ten Hawaiian pizzas from Manchester Takeaways contain no pork whatsoever and investigation to food standards is found. But they contain ham. Instead of ham... The stores used thinly sliced processed turkey, according to tests run by food analysts. I can say analysts. The shocking findings were re- revealed by ITV tonight during a probe into the drastic drop in food sample tests being carried out by cash-strapped local authorities. Some 33 local authorities in Greater Manchester failed to carry out any food sampling tests of restaurants or takeaways in the last year, according to a Freedom of Information request. The news comes less than five years after the horse meat scandal. Remember that? Yes, Which I saw do. the meat sold as beef in ready meals. That's not quite the same thing, though, is it? Nope. At the time, the Food Standards Agency was giving councils £2.2 million for testing. But in the 2017-18 to 18 financial year, councils weren't given a single penny. So this month, researchers visited 10 random takeaways to test their ham and pineapple pizzas. Of the 10 outlets they tested, just one of them sold them a pizza containing pork. It's not, it's ham. It's ham. I'm not falling for it, and I'm not in the mood for shenanigans at the end of the show. We've had a really lovely shenanigans. show. Shenanigans. Oh, <laughs> No. Um, stop telling Pork porky pies. Stop telling porky pies. You ham, you hamster. I'm not, I'm not having it. I'm not, uh, having, that. I'm not having that. I feel that we're done. Eight, eight, eight minutes to go, and I just feel like... You know, feels that way. You no, know, someone tried to steal the Magna Carta today. Yes, I do know with that. a hammer. Yes, and they evacuated the cathedral. You would need more than a hammer. You'd need here are the things you'd need to steal the Magna Carta: a bag marked swag. Yeah, well, a mask. Why are you being a dick? We've had a really lovely show. You've you've shared Stripey jumper. You've shared some intimate details. We've yes. had. Oh, I'm going to talk. To, I'm going to take, take this call because you're getting on my nerves. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello there, Ian. Hello, With Lauren. regards to your subject about ham and pineapple pizzas... Yes, sir. So long as the particular takeaway in question puts a disclaimer somewhere within the, uh, the, the trade description... Yep. ...that the ham is a turkey substitute, nothing... Uh, no, incorrect. Incorrect, because there is a thing called turkey ham. Mm-hmm. So if it's turkey... So like wet ham. If it's turkey ham, then it's ham. So it's a ham and it's a ham and pie, and also, um, uh, dear caller, if if you're buying a pizza that's got pineapple on, you're a sexual deviant, no, delicious, and you deserve you deserve to not be given the food that no, you've ordered. You you're want a, a flavour sex the, criminal. You want a flavour of the exotic. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, yes, I agree with you there. I mean, I I uh, sort of refrain away from pizza with some kind of fruity element to it. Why would why would why would they do it? Why why would I anyone love put a fruit fruity on element? It? And also, it's not that doesn't come from Hawaii. That was made up somewhere else. No, it's incorrect. And also, what have you ever been to a place um, called where they you get these salads and they have bits of it's like it's lettuce and there's onion and there's whatever, and then they put a bit of orange in it. Yes, I had that for the first time in the Lake District it, of all places. It is it is ridiculous. Who wants to eat orange with their salads? Well, no, it's, it's the uh, metrosexual aid we're living in, so we're trying to be... Uh, it's metrosexuality I mean, gone wrong. You wouldn't think you'd get that in Cumbria, and yet... I suppose it's trying to go for the modern look, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, look, hey, we're different. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much, uh, caller. 
That, that was a nice guy. I like that call. That was a good call. He's a very call. sensible man. Very sensible man. Um, what was... Uh, I'm going to call him Pineapple Man. Um, OK. You can Otherwise, do. it'd be Pork Man. Pineapple. Pineapple Man's probably more... Um... For a first call, yes. Is it, halal, is it a halal thing? Well, look... Uh, if they're advertising it as ham and pineapple, it should be ham. Well, turkey ham. You've got to say turkey and pineapple. No, you don't. You say ham. The assumption with ham is that it's pork ham. <laughs> pig ham. Pig ham. Yeah. Ham from a pig. Okay. okay. Really has... Re- we've, we've had a blinding... We've had a blind... Like, let's just go through the show. First hour, blinding. Second hour, pony. Third hour, hit and miss. I'll tell you the first hour. I can give you a right run-through if you want. I don't want to run-through. I'd like you to do He's a... He's got to, to, like toothache. To, to stalk... Caddick, David. Oh, Hello, boys. Susan. Caddick. Ghost story. Just... How big is your knob? Scott. Susan's back. <sighs> Stephen Gerrard. Someone knows Susan. Ken. Chinese meal. Ghost story. Film. Mo. Pugwash. Bum. Pugwash. Gatford. Okay. Well, that, that that's our one. That is the show. Have you got a new story you can do, please? Yes. Okay. Here we go. This is this is content. This is what we want. This is content. A third of Brits are self-confessed night owls, according to a study. Oh, that's that's you, dear listener. You're a night owl. Researchers who explored the sleeping habits of two thousand UK adults. Don't do that because I had to switch off a program earlier on because the oh. presenter was. <sighs> yeah. Someone was talking to him on the phone and you could just hear. I could have. Well, we won't do it now because it's the end of the show. Maybe next week I'll, t- I'll tell you about how I. Well, no, I guess you could say I hid from another presenter here today just because I didn't really fancy a confrontation. It wasn't high. It wasn't because I was scared. I just saw him in the office and I went. Gave him a swerve. And I was with the the boss, the boss's boss, and I went. Oh, do you know what? I, not today. And he went, oh, come, come, let's go and have a chat downstairs about something. So we went out a chat, and then I saw him again later on, and I just thought... He, and then he saw me. I saw him, and he saw me. I walked past him. He didn't say anything to me. I didn't say anything to him. And then I saw him a bit later on, and I thought, do you know what? I don't I don't want to, because... It was Matthew, right? I don't want to, because he'll do... Uh, he'll either... He'll either ignore me, which he did. We both ignored each other as we walked past each other in that tiny office... Or he'll do a hello, Ian. It's good to see you. And I and I'm 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 not in the mood to do a fake thing. No, there's something that needs to be said before that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like looks like he ain't. No, I'm not in the mood to play that game. I'm not in the mood to play that game. I wish him the best of luck with the show. I totally wish him the best of luck. And listen, anyone who can get a, get a, a, a break and get a, get a paid gig in this business, hats off to them. I think he's a great signing for the station. Genuinely, I think he's a great signing for the station, and I hope he'll he'll bring us lots of new listeners. We need him. But um, but personally, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the man. Sorry, you were saying. Researchers who explored yes. the sleeping habits of two thousand UK adults found found Fouled. found this proportion of the population function better late at night than they do first thing in the morning. So that's a third. Okay. Common traits of night owls include being massive perverts. No, include having on, to set. Mate. Multi- Come on. Come on. Do it properly. You're not doing it at all. Include having to set multiple alarms in the morning to get them up. No, that's not true. Drinking coffee in the evening and happily... You're not a night owl if it's if it's that much hard work. No, exactly. A night owl is like it's a joy. And we're night owls because this is a joy. This is, we're working late at night. Martin Kellner's a night owl because uh, he's got a big tax bill he's got to pay. We, this, is a, this, is, this is a joy. But the, the, no, but I can get up early. Oh. I was up at ten to nine this morning. I up. can, but I'd rather not. Up. I knew I had guests, I knew I had visitors, and I thought, well, I'm going to be the bigger man, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go and entertain them, and I did. Even though I've got a toothache. Aww. Yeah. 
In contrast, 33% consider themselves to be morning people. Well, those weirdos. Yeah, I don't like those guys. Bright and breezy from the moment they wake. So annoying. Yeah. Not relying on an alarm to wake them. Kids is what they are. (laughs) Going to the gym before work and feeling more productive in the morning and typical signs that you are a weirdo. Yeah. Um, However, the remaining one in three claim they're neither an early bird or a night owl. So they're an afternoon dolly. <laughs> Listen, we're done. We're out of here. This is it. The show is done. Um, do, Catherine, thank you very much. Holly, thank you very much. Um, oh, wait, what, what, time do you, what time do you call this? I'm sorry. You've been asleep. Sorry, you have look, been asleep. Good for you, man. Well done. Um, just to say, dear listener, don't forget that uh, we lose an hour's sleep this weekend. The clocks go forwards. Um, and people are, people are trolling me on Twitter and saying, no, don't go, go back. All right, you put your clocks back and let's just see who's who's on time for work next week, OK? It won't be you losers, it'll be me. Um, if you come in tomorrow night, there are five, six more tickets left for tomorrow night, ianlee.com slash event. If you want to get a piece of that action, feel free to dress up. There will have a couple of prizes for people and it'll be nice to see you and we will say hello and stuff like that. Martin Kerner is shuffling papers. You haven't got time. To... I know. Give no, us a... no, 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 give us a word. Wildcats. Now, is that two words? Yeah. Or is it... No, it's one Wildcat. word. Wildcats. One word. He's staying by that. I'm going to Google it, and if it's two words, you're in trouble. Martin (laughs) Kellner is up next. Thank you.